2: Carl's Jr. has this $6 burger, which really only costs $3.95, so you think you're getting some deal. But the truth is, it may be the best franchise burger out there. Well, I went there yesterday and ordered three. By golly, those suckers almost filled me up. You know, when I got home, I still had to have a box of egos, but that doesn't take away from Carl's achievement. I mean, here's a guy who's got to go through life as Carl junior right Barry, like he can never get out of the shadow of his dad the original carl i guess barry do you think this compulsive eating has something to do with thinking you killed your mother that you're eating yourself to death as punishment you do think you killed her right i never said that
3: You're a nutcase! This
2: is Film Sack. Oh, sure.
4: Hello, everybody.
3: Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 352, continually mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian, he wears a pair of really
1: shitty Chuck Taylors Dunaway. No, oh, they're not that shitty. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Greetings, human. I am Dudley Duddits of the Space Mounties, and I am in pursuit of Donny Duddits. He's a, uh, how do you humans say, special. Apparently... <laughs> He has emotionally attached himself to a cartoon dog with a speech impediment and hopes to endear himself to humans by tagging on their properties. Yeah. Wow, this is more complicated than necessary. Anywho, <laughs> have you encountered such a being? Also, did you know it's bud Weasel season? <laughs> Be sure to cover your orifices, human. <laughs> Coincidentally, we have been monitoring your people, and I have a friendly bet going on with the crew. If it's bestiality when a human attempts to mate with an animal, gross, by the way, what is it when, uh do they kind of call it uh, mestiality, when one attempts to please oneself? <laughs> the galaxy wants to know. Is it mestiality? Jeez, how much oxy and daytime TV was King watching when he wrote this? Kiss my bender. A lot turns out a whole lot
3: <laughs> well while he was actually was while he was on like a lot of painkillers is when he wrote this which will yeah make a whole he, just, lot of he just got ran over right yeah this was right he after his got accident hit by car. Yeah. yeah and he well there's stuff to say about that we'll get to it in a minute also with us randy mr gay go away jordan
5: aloha scott brian brian
1: hi randy
5: wipe cut our listeners know that <laughs> we're all good friends now <laughs> But I don't think we've ever told the story of our origins. Wipe cut. We were four different, uh, distinctively different-looking children. It was always summertime, and there were train tracks and an old abandoned building of some sort. There were Vancouver ferns growing in rural Maine. And one of us was the nerd. One of us was the feisty one. One of us was inexplicably like four years younger than the others. And we happened to cross paths with an alien or an old hermit who possessed a magic object or something like that and that bonded us for life wipe cut now we get together in this cabin in the wilderness because there's literally no place closer to town that's big enough to hold us or something we share farts and one bedroom but we never share our true feelings because if we ever do wipe cut we know our knowledge (laughs) will trigger a globally devastating supernatural event and we'll have to save the world what a unique story guys we should probably write it down because I bet no one has ever published such a thing. Freeze Raymond on Scott's smiling face.
3: Yeah. I got it. <laughs> I got it.
6: Well done. Uh, New Apple uh, tool, by the way. Yeah, yeah really, it. really good.
3: Finally, <laughs>
6: Brian, please don't pick up his toothpicks after they fall on the raspberry poo floor, Ibit. Oh, mm. just jumping right to what gross got up the most. Mm. Well, I, what I think. Anyway, when we get to, we'll yeah, get to we'll that. we'll get to that. Uh, But before we get to that, we got to talk about SSDD, right? I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, I was just stroking, scratching my head, or uh, stroking my head, scratching my head, (laughs) trying (laughs) to figure out, (laughs) 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 scratching my head, I need more coffee, scratching my head trying to figure out what SSDD stood for, because, you know, it's just not explained very well in the movie. I think it's, no, is it stupid show doesn't deliver? No, no, Mm -hmm. that can't be it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some stilted dialogue, dude? No, no, no. no. um, how about, sorry, Steven, different director? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, maybe some advice that I should have taken while watching this movie stop streaming, do dishes. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. No
6: kidding. By the way, was that is SS- the TV screen. Was it
3: SSDD? Is that right? Yeah, SSDD. Right. Right. Same okay. shit, different day. Okay, different day. same yeah. shit, different day. I, uh, For the life of me, this is what happens when you're kind of around technology a lot. All I could think of was. <laughs> Solid state, solid state Data Drive, ah, just in my head nice. the whole time. Solid
6: State Data Drive. Yeah, Love it.
3: The whole time. Anyway, the movie <laughs> is Dreamcatcher. This is a Stephen King joint. Well, is based on his book anyway. Uh, it was uh, adapted for the film by Lawrence Kasdan himself. Not only uh, directed this, but wrote the screenplay or co-wrote it with William Goldman. And you'd think to yourself, now, wait a minute. That's Lawrence Kasdan. Wow. Kasdan's made yeah. some pretty important, great movies. He wrote the... Uh, Uh, The Empire Empire Strikes Back, and also the the latest Star Wars was his deal. Or seven, Mm -hmm. I should say, episode seven. And uh, he's a big deal, big producer. chill, body heat, accidental
5: tourist. Yeah, these are big ones. Uh, One of my favorite westerns
3: ever was uh, Silverado.
5: He wrote and directed that. Uh, Can we we touch on William Goldman, for Pete's sake? I mean, we're uh, talking The Princess Bride, Butch Cassidy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He yeah. wrote Maverick. We saw Maverick.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he, the guy, they've all made some things and they've all done quite yeah. well for themselves. And, and Kasdan's still kicking it. He's got a son as well. Who's a director now and doing great work. So you'd think to yourself, Oh man, what a combo. And not, not only that, but a pretty, a, a young, but up and coming cast of, of mm-hmm. uh, faces. We're all going to see for a very long time. And we're super stoked about all this. Let's get this together. And they come together and they made a big hot steaming pile <laughs> of shit movies. What they made.
5: I was, I was going to say though. A bunch of faces we're, we love and are great actors, and one guy from New Kids on the Block. Just oh no, <laughs> no, no, I like oh, I like Walt, Wahlberg. I like Donnie, it. Wahlberg. <laughs> Donnie
1: did great.
3: Yeah, Donnie's fine. Although I don't, you know, this role, whatever. But he was great in Sixth Sense. So, I liked him in the Saw movies he was in, even say, though those your movies are for again. me. Yeah. <laughs> He's good on TV, uh, like of the Wahlberg he's good brothers. On TV. He is. He's a good. He's That's a cop. like the
1: best cop I've ever. T- yeah, you
3: know, hey, he's good on TV. He's a good cop on, on that show in Boston. I forget the name of the show. Yeah, Blue
5: Bloods. If you watch Blue Bloods, you might be my mom. Yeah,
3: it, it's all right. You're not wrong. It's totally like an NCIS kind of
1: audience for they're looking for, for old folks.
3: It, yeah, it, no. it, it totally is. It like is. The,
1: it's like the Matlock for that
6: generation. Kind of. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Except aside it's, from Wahlberg, I mean, look at the look at the you know the the group you've got here you've got dude from homeland you've got dude from justified you've got dude from saving my sizemore my name is earl <laughs> you got saving, earl wait, saving you've sizemore
4: got,
5: <laughs> that was a great reference. Ah, great reference
3: that was really good because in my head i was saying saving silverman but you're right there was that reality <laughs> thing you yeah, like, at the, at yeah. the
5: time, Sizemore is probably the most accomplished. Morgan Freeman really takes off in the like five years after this movie. Literally made. with his eyebrows, he takes off.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I
3: don't know. But you're That's saying that Morgan Freeman, commented on by you're Ali, saying, as
6: soon as he appeared on screen, look at those eyebrows. Know, they
3: were crazy. <laughs> but you
5: but,
4: but, fake.
3: but oh, you, yeah, you don't think freeman i mean Fre- you're so you're saying by 2007 that's when freeman hit his stride i don't know about that Oh, you're that.
5: saying you're saying morgan freeman's in this movie oh yeah, okay yeah morgan freeman who's
3: barely in this movie but i mean I'm I'm, I'm I'm i would argue that his career was well established and this is a dip for him this is like a weird offshoot thing that he shouldn't have been involved in for sure
6: it, yeah it,
5: and and uh, Dude, it was easy did, reader on electric company come on that was you know did, how did it never stopped in- <laughs> I would I would love to know if Morgan Freeman and Tom Sizemore ever went to Lawrence Kasdan and were like, what are you doing with our characters, man? Like, yeah. have you ever directed right. a film before? Yeah. We, you're, you're, putting us, you're putting us in the last third, giving us nothing. I, yeah. I'm going to argue
1: once again for uh, actors not being able to see the complete piece of yes. what's going on. And so they're kind of like, eh, this might work. I don't know. I'm just going to I'm going to play through. I'm going to do the best I can. Mm. And then whatever the comes scene, down to the other side is uh, what it is.
6: Yeah, The scenes we're not in might be really good,
4: actually.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, oh, crap. I didn't start my timer. I was in a betting pool about when in the episode I would call for Scott Fletcher. Crap. Oh. Um, well, it's I may, a, as you I picked may a have terrible, or lost somebody some money. That's right. You, t- you
3: picked a terrible week for it because Scott Fletcher did not provide lines this week. All not right. none oh. of, not oh. fault of his own. It's all on me. I should have warned you before the show. Is he yeah,
1: is he in the bathroom uh picking up toothpicks? Taking the mm-hmm. shit. Uh, or is he or is he out getting some duct tape? Well, here's the How's thing.
3: It? Here's the thing. So this movie is weird in that regard. So I'm glad you brought those things up. It is uh at one moment a kind of in some places funny comedy. Like mm-hmm. kind of nailing it. I think the best actor in this entire thing is Jason Lee. I think he's killing he sure- it um Mm -hmm. he was really funny he they killed him off too
6: soon but he's funny but his dialogue it's it's like he was reading these lines for the first time like bite my bag and (laughs) oh he took one right up fifth street or whatever (laughs) how else do you read those it just felt (laughs) like it didn't feel like like he was he had memorized those lines it was like they handed him to him right right before they started rolling the cameras because jason lee can deliver stuff like that like nobody's business oh yeah for sure totally agree
3: with that um, uh, I
6: mean the 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 uh, the Kevin Smith movies are a perfect yeah. e- example of how he can deliver stuff like that do and you, make it seem believable. Do mm-hmm. you think uh, the toothpicks were impeding his acting?
4: <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> I sometimes when he was like when he was outside yelling at the helicopter, when he was yelling at God flying in the helicopter, yeah. Uh, I was thinking, how is he yelling with a toothpick in his mouth? You ever tried to yell with a toothpick in your mouth? I can't do it.
5: I kind of want to come back to the bigger picture here and explain the film because (laughs) it's it's such a ripoff of so many similar things mm, and, stephen- and we know right <laughs> yeah. we all know we all know stephen king writes the same stuff over
6: oh, and over right god He's- we get it stephen king you had three close friends when you were a kid and you guys <laughs> all had adventures together we get it yeah okay, move we totally on. get
3: it yeah exactly and we get it that you think all people who you might call handicapped or mentally challenged you think they somehow commune like with it. the supernatural? Yes. We get it. Right. Every movie, yes. every book he's written, there's some character like that. I swear. I don't,
1: I don't care. Right. I like it.
3: I, I do care. too. I like and it. Never... I like it in the Dark Tower books. It's a it's a really pivotal point in those books. I like it in Insomnia. I like, you know, he. It's just a trope he always goes to, and may mm-hmm. actually believe for all I know. You know, for all I know, he thinks that, you know, the kid up the street that's that was born funny is is talking to the uh, talking Wait, to the
1: witches. I don't know. He, you know, I'm okay with that because Stephen King has built a huge like almost a multiverse, a, a large verse of of characters and languages that exist inside all of his works, even down to the point that we we have things going on in Derry, which is the same town which yeah. uh, you know it is in as That's well our as these yeah. That's our complaint, man. I know, but I mean, why can't... complain about different <laughs> facets of a bigger story because it's a bigger story. If Stephen
5: King ever goes on a Caribbean vacation for the first time, we will get the first story on an island out of (laughs) him. yeah like, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable how located he is this movie yeah. this movie doesn't just reference it Dear it was me. surreal it was surreal watching this movie after having seen it a couple weeks ago Yeah, because this movie doesn't just reference it this movie crosses over with it mm-hmm. yeah like, right yeah there's a they're flat out part of the same story yeah well, they're only the,
1: because only because this the killed the kids stories take place during 79 when it was not active and mm-hmm. after it would have been active it is the only reason why you probably don't cross over even though we do see the missing kid uh kind of idea that goes on in Derry a lot.
3: Yeah, they always there's always a kid missing, that girl was missing, which is weird. Like they 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 absolutely this stuff's all tied to it in like crazy ways and I'm sure the book was too. I haven't read Dreamcatcher so I can't well, speak to it, but I'm and sure. And that's
6: a question I have. I wonder if anybody who's read Dreamcatcher
5: Okay, yes, um, I have.
6: You okay. have. Okay. Is did they pull some stuff from it to kind of fill in some blanks, or no. is Dreamcatcher really uh, same shit, same it different day? Yes,
5: exactly. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> is but it's self
1: is self referential. Stephen King. Now, this is just backstory that I happen to know because I've read a lot about this over time. Stephen King was uh, he he was unable to sit at his desk after the accident. And so he was writing all this long form mm-hmm. and he was taking a lot of things that he already knew and was just trying to get out of this pain that he was in while at the same time taking drugs, all these pain medications and things. So he wasn't really trying to escape or create something outside of that world. He was trying to look at it in a different angle, uh, just a little bit from what okay. I've read. Okay. And, uh, so, I mean, I, I'm not surprised all those think these things are here, but I'm not also surprised we're complaining about it because we don't like to see the same shit every day, well, right?
3: Well, I mean, part, part of me likes, like, I'm with... So so I land in the middle. I like Dunaway's idea of an expanded universe, a, a uh, Stephen king averse where he's got all this stuff and the Crimson King is involved somehow in, in many stories, or there's crossovers with Randall Flagg in both Dark Tower and The Stand, two of my favorite book things ever made. Um, so I'm into that. I think that's fun and and all that. I just found this let's say it this way. I found this adaptation really tonally just all over the place. Cause one minute Mm -hmm. they're funny. The next minute it's horrifying. The next, next minute it's just gross. (laughs) And the next minute it's funny again. And it's not in a way that's cohesive. It feels like, right. Like they never quite knew which one they were going to make. And they ended up just kind of making them all. And in the edit room, they just had, they had too much desperate or desperate tone (laughs) moments. And so they just said, well, let's just mash them together and see what happens. And what, came out on the other end, is just a weird-ass... Like Part of it's like a government, let's-get-the-aliens movie, like a Bruckheimer (laughs) movie. Somehow that's in there, and it's just wedged in weird. and It it left me very... I don't know, I'm really torn about the movie. Because on the one hand, I think it is... Of all the movies you've seen on FilmSec, I think this might be the most modern example of a movie that we would see now normally from the 80s and go oh my gosh can you believe they made killer clowns from outer space what a cheese bag film fest <laughs> right, this is right. this felt like the closest thing we have to something that's made much much more recently but right, but will be looked at this that. way yeah like yeah, in 20 30 right. years
1: people are going to look at this movie and go what the shit were they doing 2 2003 production quality mixed with 1988 sensibilities yeah. it's just yeah. but i think this i think this movie is more this is more like a Stephen King book than I've seen in a while.
5: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. Sure. Yes. The movie is quite faithful to the book.
1: Yeah. And, and
5: you know, like I, I felt again, I can't stop thinking about it because Mm -hmm. it was also faithful to the book, but it took liberties where it needed to, to be a better film. For example, Mm -hmm. the thing we, I think most people like about it is that it has this pacing of comic relief and it's scattered out throughout the film, almost on a, Cadence. Mm-hmm. You you have something scary. You have comic relief. You have something scary. Comic relief. Yeah. And the audience really enjoyed it in my screening of of this movie. Same. Um. I, I this movie. Uh. uh Dreamcatcher. The uh, you know it it the book is not filled with comedy. Trust me. Mm, it, right. The, the right. book Dreamcatcher Cat, Dream also isn't. Uh. It and and so this movie had to find it where it could and it just fell on its face like it didn't ever have that that pacing that you know yeah every once in a while
3: Jason Lee would say something I'd laugh and that'd be about it but then later like I know I'm supposed to take things seriously like the British accented alien head a voice that's inside (laughs) of the the band of brothers (laughs) guys head (laughs) right but I can't take that seriously that would just seem dumb and off the wall and what a waste of time that was like why are you even doing that now in the book I I can just see it in the book like it'll work because the way stephen king explains these things to you in words makes sense and it fits the world and you're like and you know like how how he would perceive this possession and all that other stuff i totally get that but trying to translate that directly to film is a nightmare and i'll say this this other thing lawrence kasdan must have never worked with children before in his life because (laughs) these are the worst kid actors of all time wow they're so
1: bad so bad
3: and, yeah. they, and they I keep flashing back and forth. Worst. Well, give me a ben- another example you can think of that we've seen on the show of Bad Cat.
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, take troll Two.
2: Three, <laughs> three
1: ninjas from the L we've seen on this. Okay. You
3: know what? Brian Ibbett's right. You just can say Troll 2, and it's the right It's the the, right answer. Any
2: answer right.
6: of it's like, the right answer. is there any worse example of <laughs> fill-in-the-blank that we could think of? Oh, yeah, well, Troll 2. <laughs> yeah, just have it at the You're handy. Right. It's like the tweet for Good everything
3: job. sort of thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. So yeah, it's it's just they're terrible these kids and they're and they don't uh, they're it may it really took me out of the movie it just made me go oh right that's right and especially Usually again
6: bad. you know having seen it so recently and Stranger Things season two is coming up really soon and there's all these great examples of really really good delivery of kids acting like they're you know they've been friends for a long time and growing up together in this kind of town where where you're. You get home from school, you throw your backpack on the couch, and you run out and do stuff with your friends and explore Mm -hmm. rain gutters and you know drain pipes and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. can I have a Trump alert real quick? Sure,
3: here you go. Sure, got one right
5: here. Vancouver is everywhere. Okay, so (laughs) everywhere you might want to set your movie, you can film it in Vancouver. All of the kids they got uh, from the area, like they got, they didn't hire the best kids actors they could find they just took they, they went with whoever auditioned well in Vancouver they're all local from you know the lower mainland of british columbia and it was just like amateur hour when you when you see it and i think that's actually what they were going for i think Kasten actually liked the that quality of the kid actors seeming like you know, he was like off. They weren't polished. He was, he was wrong then because
3: mm-hmm.
5: were... <laughs> 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 yeah, he was so off
3: because I understand what he wants. He yeah. wants like raw interaction. But what you got instead was really unconvincing looks and faces and emoting. And it's just it came off as completely plastic and like yeah. worse than an after school special kind of thing. And and Brian Ibbitt is right in the shadow of recent things. I mean, I feel like you almost have to retroactively after watching this. I say give the Super 8 kids Oscars because good right. Lord.
1: Retroactive. Hey, <laughs> um, I want to talk about something that I've heard more and more from younger people. I watched this uh, about a month ago with my 19 year old mm. and uh, he was unimpressed with the, 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 uh, with the scare factor, as well as I've heard people complain that uh, it was not as scary as it was just creepy, weird, yeah, creepy. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what this generation's fears are and its representation because it's definitely different than what we grew up with. We grew up with uh, gore, body gore, a lot of that kind of slasher type of film. Mm-hmm. And now we've moved into more like the Slender Man ring kind of and uh, found footage well, kind of films. Mm-hmm. And so they seem to find that's more scary and this kind of stuff just ridiculous.
5: Now, what really scares this generation is a hundred fifty thousand dollars student loan and no job. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Make true a stories. movie about
4: that.
3: Ding 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 ding. Right. Oh, Big I bet crunch. you there's plenty yeah. of
5: those movies being made soon. Uh, but but
3: but I'll but okay. So I talked to my <clears throat> my I'm sisters. A, my sister's a psychologist, and we talked about this very issue. And oh, she really? has she has a theory. She thinks that, and I think I agree with her after talking about it at like it's Just our opinions. It's not really based on science or anything. But uh, we have this idea that the movies that you and I grew up with or the movies that we saw a lot back in the day were slasher horror, body horror, that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of blood and it was a lot of showing you what was scary. It was Freddie with his knives ripping through your gut or, or whatever. And she thinks that it's cyclical in, in the sense that when you get, to the next generation, they that stuff doesn't do it for them anymore. They just sort of see it and mm. go, oh, all right, well, whatever. It looks dated, right? It looks dated. It's not really scary. It's just sort of like expected. It might be still fun, you know, to, to watch Jason off 15 people and how he's going to do it. But at the end of the day, you weren't really scared. What they what scares them is the unseen or the mm. unexplainable. Something like Slenderman or something like The Ring or The Host or something where... And not the host. I'm thinking of danger else.
1: is lurking around the corner and it is almost faceless. Yeah. And it's we had, shadowy. A very, it's, it's shadowy.
3: Yeah. And, and sometimes the stuff that scares them the most are things that happen off screen that you don't see. That's it's they're back to their imagination as being the place where the real horror happens. And so I, she thinks that's the stage that we've, that we've shifted to in this kind of entertainment. We've gotten to a right. place where it's just seeing Freddie rip somebody open. is not nearly as scary as exploring why freddy does it in the first place or mm. or or what is that shadow and why can i only see it right. or you know like the yeah. the some the, were... the haunt, haunted movies are having a huge uh, comeback right now like haunted house movies right. and that's because of that it's like we need stuff you can't explain the babadook's a good example and that movie right, scared right. the shit out of me um i thought mm-hmm. that thing was genuinely most of
1: most of our uh, creatures and scary baddies were all generated by our parents. Our parents were all the uh, reasons why these bad guys became. So Freddy was because a uh, bunch of parents went out and burnt uh, up up some uh, you know child predator, and then uh, what was it? Jason. He was he was the product of uh, teenagers picking on a kid, but it was still because of his. His mom and some mom, kind of relationship. yeah, I here. forget Remember, what that are. was. Yeah, so in yeah. The, th- in the
5: eighties, th- adults were all terrified of the occult and Satanism, so Hellraiser comes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure,
3: sure. But it's so. it's just funny because they it, to see it flip like this is interesting because it's not that they're I wouldn't even say they're so much desensitized. It just we can fully render things now that look so real that so, that, that we know they're fake. In other words, right. here's here's a dinosaur using current CGI tech and there's absolutely no distinction between that sweaty dripping horrible lizard creature and a real thing right. and then then nothing becomes real and i think they would prefer to be freaked out by stuff that's not fully formed not fully rendered not exactly yeah. right in front of you and that's right you know that that makes sense so i think that's yeah. probably where we're at
1: and this movie eh, whatever it was more gross than scary yeah this mo that definitely a lot of gross scenes i mean something about stephen king and soup and farts. It, it just, all of it just kind of gels into this nasty, mm-hmm. bleh, yeah. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Like the,
3: the minute bad. the guy started going and having all of his issues, I thought, oh no, where, where, where I, are we going
1: to end up here? And I, I really didn't know how bad I, that I was going to get. I quit my list of what grossed Scott out about 15 right. minutes in. I was like, ah, I'll never figure it out. <laughs>
6: well, yeah, that's true. It was a, kind of a, a, a beggar's banquet of uh, choices for that one. Right. So it's <laughs> funny today. you guys
1: say that because
3: I actually do. I wrote down what grossed me out, but you're also on the right track with what you're saying about how there's so much to be gross. You just give up. So I, did, I, I don't understand
5: I, something. Uh, what's his name? Jonesy gets to the cabin. Is it Jonesy? No, wait. That, uh, Redhead. One, whoever gets a Redhead. The Redhead's Jason. Jonesy. No, Jason yeah, right. Lee gets to the cabin, Be- and, oh, and the in- infected dude is sitting there farting, and he's like, Ooh, i got to open a window. And then he walks to the window, and he doesn't open it. What yes. did you open the, open the window? <laughs> I was like, didn't open the window, no. I, I was he? freaking out in that moment that he approaches the window and then turns back. Like, no, you open <laughs> that. That's the most important thing you do.
6: Yeah. 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 It was weird. <laughs> it's
4: pretty, it
1: pretty nasty. Well, All right, you're, so you're, I'm,
6: you're... I'm going to take the guess at what gross got out the most. All right. And it's going to be when uh, when the fat dude's sitting on the toilet, mm-hmm. uh, dumping his guts out. making a little room. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Jason Lee pushes him over mm-hmm. with his foot. And it's his big, bloody bum hole kind of facing <laughs> out bloody, towards bloody him.
3: Bloody bum hole. <laughs> yeah, look at your baboon back there. All right. <laughs> really so is. that one is my... Specific grossest moment. So, congratulations. Right. You nailed it. Oh, good job. <laughs> However, I had a more overall one that I think is more appropriate, which is all I could think about through this movie was how bad everything must smell everywhere. Nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so right. bad. Everything must red, smell bad. It was all the bean farts too. Whatever it is. And yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. Beaver, I love you, Jason Lee. I like this character, but. I don't care how important your toothpicks are to you. You sit there and you hold that thing down and you don't give a crap about those things. Even if your toothpicks landed on one of the tiles that didn't happen to be covered in bloody poo (laughs) smear, you still, it's it's a
1: bathroom floor. You don't use those again, ever right
3: isn't right. that what
1: horror is supposed to be about though you screaming at the screen
2: don't do it you
6: idiot don't do it <laughs> it is it is don't yes and no i mean it. it's supposed to be something like oh my god i would totally do that and don't do that don't do that I, you know i'd have to resist the urge myself not to do that but yeah, yeah well i mean but, if, you know even but if like, the floor wasn't covered with that stuff right it is a bathroom floor. Would and you're you going to ever... pick that toothpick up and put it in your mouth? Yeah. No. Would
1: you ever go into a basement if you thought there was somebody down there? I mean, just plain out and simple. No. Away. It's like, no,
3: no. forget it. <laughs> it no, I go the basement
6: call the police. That's yeah, all, I, right. all I need to do. <laughs>
3: I mean, I wouldn't hey. be in this cabin in the first freaking place. That right. place is weird. It's too hard to get in and
1: out of there. Just get the H out. Don't be there. The hole in the wall. Yeah. Did you did you guys yeah. used to do this during the eighties? Uh, we did it a lot. Uh, we used to soak our toothpicks in cinnamon yes. oil. Oh yep. yeah, all the time.
3: Oh, I used to, yeah. I used to <laughs> love it. I'd love it now. Yeah,
6: you could get like you could get as many of those
5: as you wanted to from like the yeah. shonies. Just you a know, little <laughs> before, plastic wrap. Right. But before that, before they were packaged for you at the convenience store. We used to make them ourselves.
1: Yeah, same. And same that's thing. why I thought I never he, had, that. he had that, in that little container, and that's what made me think of. It's like, oh, so he's got those are special toothpicks. Yeah. These aren't just plain old nasty toothpicks. Those are flavorful. You think that's what was going right? on? They're probably mint mm. or some shit. Here's yeah, here's the yeah, funny man. thing. When we
3: when I was a teenager, we used to do this. We put it in cinnamon oil, but the way we would hurry up the process so they weren't like wet or you know soggy right. or whatever, uh, we'd microwave them, put them all out on a plate, line them up parallel to each other. <laughs> And yep. We'd microwave them for like a minute and a half and it would solidify them and make them permanently that flavor. Yeah. Wow. I'd suck on those all week, man. Mm. Yep.
6: Tina's, yep. Uh, Tina's dad is uh, is one of those people that always has a toothpick in his mouth. Like okay. always. Do you think he'd lean over and pick the one off the tile? What would he do? Not a freaking chance. <laughs> not, not a chance, baby. Not a freaking chance. But <laughs> he also, he's, he's got to have, I imagine he's got one of those little screw top toothpick holders like, uh, right right like jason lee like earl had why
1: was his nickname the beaver is it because he chewed on the toothpicks and that was the reason oh "Oh, that's a good one
6: that connection of Uh, course did
5: did you guys have friends with weird nicknames that are kind of unexplainable yeah
3: we have big paul little paul um
5: (laughs) well (laughs) that seems like it'd be
3: explainable
6: right (laughs) was (laughs) there a size difference between the two pauls (laughs) yeah
3: there. were one big paul was
6: big and little paul was small (laughs) what yeah. wait yeah i know i don't want to blow Clever your minds here. Sons of bitches. i know <laughs> i was frogger because of uh my last name yeah
1: oh right if yeah. really oh i can Re- see Re- that that i would yeah. that would have taken me a while to get though i'm sorry Ibit. yeah i yeah there you I, go that's
6: inex- inexplicable i had that i had that
5: one friend uh lance who was always giving everybody nicknames mm-hmm. and he caught me reading an encyclopedia one time <laughs> <laughs> hey Encyclopedia was- brown for, what are you from doing? Then on, I was called Compton. That Compton. was, I mean, nice. Compton, Compton. I was called Compton for years. It drives me crazy to this day. If you ever uh, spit
3: your gum out and someone said who did that, they'd say it straight out of Compton.
5: They say that. <laughs> I think this was before. Oh, okay. uh, Before N.W.I. But, All right,
3: <clears throat> that's too bad. Um. Uh. Well, yeah. that's interesting. So, did anybody else have a nickname that they were I, given? Because I don't think
1: I had one, as far as I know. Had, we there was a few nicknames, but nothing, nothing solid. But. Uh, anytime it was an ironic thing, it was always uh, naming people that like uh, I, I was I was feeling kind of tired one night at work. Uh, and this is when I was working uh, in restaurants and in bus and tables and stuff. And uh, so I got nicknamed Speedy and that stuck for a while. <laughs> and it's like, oh, because it's ironic because I was tired that one night.
3: Screw yeah. you people. Yeah, And then after your uh, the night of your of your uh, honeymoon that you became known as right, Speedy, again. I, yeah, Speedy, Speedy again. Yeah, you're Speedy once again. <laughs> Seriously, uh,
5: guys. The Judas Priest song "Turbo Lover" is the worst thing you could ever call your mate. <laughs> Turbo Lover. I don't understand why that exists. It's because sure.
3: Judas Priest was confused. So, so I, uh, my brother did call me. I had one from my brother who called me Noodle, and noodle. I think he called me noodle, noodle because at the time I was probably twelve, and I was literally built like a connection, a, a, a collection of noodles loosely connected mm-hmm. to make a body. Mm-hmm. Like I had no. I should I
6: have, have sworn you would have been a scooter. I was scooter
3: hey! for a while for some people. Yeah, Scotty Potty yeah. to some people. That, that Scotty Potty! Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. But I'm for the most out. part, I never, I don't think I really had any from friends that I can think of. Um, but we had, you know, I had names for other people. My buddy Mark, who yeah. listens to the show from high school, he probably could remind me if I remember more than this. those two Paul guys. I can't remember anybody else. There may We may have had one for our friend Dan, who was like a total man slut. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
5: I, I, I knew a guy named... Who nicknamed Pee Wee, and I cannot tell you for the life of me what his actual name was. Like, really, I've huh. I've moved far enough past it. Was it you know, Paul Rubens? <laughs> no? no, okay. It's so long ago now. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember. I Miguel. His name may have been Miguel, but we called him Pee Wee. He was always Pee Wee.
3: Uh, right. Yeah.
6: Is it weird to think that it's more of a <clears throat> of an East Coast thing, like the whole nickname thing? Because I have a buddy um, who you know talks about his. His childhood and growing up. Oh yeah, you know we had uh, Kush and Spritz and um, <laughs> yeah. Mickey Flats and you know. And he's like rattling off all of these it. names. He's yeah. all sound like po- they all like sound it's... like
1: pot variations to me. <laughs> they do? <me too>, yes. <laughs> and I could be yeah. totally wrong, but I think it's going to be any any location yeah. that has a large population of the same name people. That's when we start trying uh, to right. To, so like, I was oh, there's, differentiate. There's, there's six Brines, We're going to have to have to come up with something. Yeah. yeah.
5: I was going to say I grew okay. up among amongst a lot of Latinos and they all have nicknames. Because mm. right, they're right. all named, you know, Juan Miguel. Yeah. At first, and so then the one I knew one guy who big one, little one. I, I knew one guy who, uh, he he had like he was the guy that some girl, some cheerleader, like slept with, mm-hmm. and so he was then called Sancho forever. And Sancho forever.
1: That's a weird name. Again, I
5: I don't I don't remember his actual name. I think it was Juan, but anyway, Sancho forever. No, I'm just saying he was then called Sancho. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> I thought Dunaway was serious. <laughs> I <saw a> <laughs> it
6: was it was really good when he was played by Val Kilmer. I was gonna right? say, yeah, 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 that was a hell of a hell of a thing. Nip, nipple Batman.
3: That's when it started. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so I want I would like to t- say that today's movie is officially, I think, the most lying ass IMDB trivia of all time. So I'm gonna give you oh, a f- couple of these. Listen to these. These are Ooh, I'm telling oh. you these are out and out lies, and if they aren't, I'll eat okay. my hat. First one, Thomas Jane did the film because his mother, a big Stephen King fan, told him to. Bullshit. That's not how this works.
4: You don't get jobs like
3: that. He may have said, oh, I got this job working on this film with Lawrence Kasdan. And his mom said, oh, I love Stephen King. That may have been it. Mm -hmm, But he didn't do it because, oh, I really don't want to do this movie. Now, son, you know how much I love Stephen King. You need (laughs) to do it. Come on. That's terrible. but, But
6: you can see it being like he's on the fence of like, well, I've got this and another thing and oh i you i love that stephen king do the do the Dreamcatcher movie i wonder when i can be punisher <laughs> and push him over the yeah right, right it would still be two years i guess by the so way a and a half. anyone else think of punisher when he grabs the the automatic weapon and he's trying yeah. to shoot at the um yep he's trying to yes. shoot and it's just going all yep. over the place like out of control <laughs> yeah that
3: was totally dude that's like the worst punisher ever is that now was-
6: I was so Here. waiting for that gift to come up in our Slack.
4: Uh,
3: yeah. Oh, we should, why didn't we do that? That would have been a good one. I, oh,
6: I no. did
1: ca- I captured one, but I didn't post it. Yeah. Yes, we, should, it happens. we should listen,
6: post them. Just pull it out of your I, porn collection and put it up there. Get it up there. And I know this is inside baseball, but I'm so glad you guys do those animated <laughs> gifts. and I know they end up on Twitter and stuff. I'm so glad you guys do them and I don't so that I can get through a 2 hour and 15 minute movie <laughs> yeah, in 2 yeah. hours and 15 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> well, story. I already
3: I already get delayed cuz of sound clips, so it's for me. It's right. like not that big a deal, but yeah, I I appreciate it. Dunaway gets some really winners, like some
5: amazing, yeah, really twitchy, does, yeah. like twitchy and, weird and speaking ones. Speaking of trivia, this this movie was set to be longer. Like it was pretty harshly edited Ugh. to get to two fifteen. Two fifteen there's, is there's too a much. Bunch of, it's too much. There's a yeah. bunch of like jump cuts. There's spots where somebody is clearly in the midst of delivering some more lines, and they just leave the the scene. You know, like. I, I can't imagine how There's, brutal it
1: would have been. There's so many scene cuts that halfway through the movie they go like, eh, "Let's do something different. Let's do some wipes. Yeah. What do you want to <laughs> do, <having> do? some <laughs> wipes." You know, I learned those well, in Star Wars. Says
3: Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. Let's do some wipes. And I yep.
6: think it uh, totally lends that that uh, that explanation definitely lends itself to explain some or not explain, but definitely gives us some chicks in the bucket. Oh, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally, Josie is kind of a chick in the bucket. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. rescue her, and then yeah. That's that's it. That's it. The the biggest chick in the bucket, I think, is the bully though. Like the uh, I'm gonna get you next time, and you'd think that there's some come up there's, there's a next time going to happen. No, yeah, I thought right? I thought he was. Isn't he adult Tom Sizemore? I
3: thought that was the deal. Isn't that the story? No. no? no. Oh, why so. did I get that, oh, that impression? Would make, that would make so much sense right. if they that did would, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but what I mean is, at the fence, he says, "Do I know you?" And he says, "Doesn't matter right now." I think I think that's what he's supposed to be. I think he's
6: supposed to be adult football uh, quarterback kid. Uh, let me look in the in, let me look in the notes because he's Owen. I agree, it's but dumb. There's not a young Owen. I agree, it's
3: super stupid if that's true, but I don't know if it's true. I, that's my impression. I came away with because the way Thomas Jane was being all familiar with him, and he kept saying, "Do I know you?" Like they kept having that. No, that, well, that was that's Thomas, Thomas Jane. He
5: yeah, he was expressing his psychic powers.
3: Yeah, he can that's he all. can read people's. Right. Yeah, that's it. No, that's, I get that. that that's, if that's, that's all it was, that's totally I, fine. And it, if that and in that case, you know what, Brian? It's funny because it's probably right, and because of that, that's why I thought that's I thought either this kid that, is the ultimate chick in the bucket, or he's more and I couldn't reconcile that's, it.
6: That's
1: what our, that's what our minds try to do when when a movie is failing. Yeah, it no, you right. I tried to get. I tried, it to, con- I tried, that's tried the to connect why it. my favorite film theory things is. is when it just uh, kind of falls apart in your mind, you go, well, maybe.
3: Yeah, I tried to connect the two, and it's probably bullshit, is how it turns out. Right. But that's okay. Did you have more trivia, though? You yeah, said I no, did. That here's was... some other dumb ones I think are lies, okay? Here's here's one. Stephen King sold the movie rights for $1. Bullshit. <laughs> right.
2: Why would he do
5: that? There's I no mean, reason. Because it's trash. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I don't folks... have any medical bills right now. <laughs> sometimes, folks, when you write trivia, you need to explain how in the world it works. Yeah. That doesn't mm-hmm. work.
3: Yeah, right. Uh, The third one I saw is maybe not so much unbelievable as it is. I don't know. It feels like somebody assigned this to it. But to portray Mr. Gray speaking through Jonesy, Damian Lewis, the actor, did an impression of Malcolm McDowell.
6: Really? Mm -hmm. Could you just pick any British name
3: out of a a box and say, that's the guy I was
6: doing? That I could see, though, because, I mean, when you do impressions, you even if it's like trying to impress, uh, do just like a, a general Cockney accent. You might say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Adele accepting some Grammys <laughs> or something, and then use that as my reference." Ibbet
1: it just revealed something about his impression skills. Uh-huh, oh, I, yeah, yes. I yes. oh, just yeah, do. yeah, totally <laughs> did.
3: Please do, yes. Okay, this final one has to be a lie. All of the major male parts were thought to have been played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesus. Sylvester Stallone. No, I'm just kidding. I'm making this one. Right. right. <laughs> when you said male just, parts portrayed, I thought you major, were it's
6: male, it's major just copied parts. and pasted from every other trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised
3: I didn't see that one in there. All right, we can talk about those guys for just a sec, though. So I, I'm a giant fan of of Raylan Givens there, uh, whose name escapes. Ooh, nice. Oh, Timothy Oliphant, love him. Oliphant. Yeah. Um, I really like Jason Lee. I like Damian Lewis, and I really like. Uh, Tom, or, uh, Thomas Jane, who's apparently great in this new Stephen King Netflix thing that's set in the 30s. What was it, 1932 it's called? This is, this is what we're hearing, yes. I keep hearing great things about that. Mm, so cool. clearly he can do it. He was also great in The Mist, another Stephen King joint. Um, yeah. I like all these guys a lot. So for me, I was stoked on that level alone. Just like, I love these actors. Um, there are moments where I'm like, okay, they're this is good. And then there are moments where I'm like, this is really, really bad. And I really was. <laughs> and By the end, I was so frustrated with that because. Welcome to Stephen King. Anything. I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, not. Yeah. I mean, don't you feel like we're now entering a phase where, well, I say this on the heels of that Dark Tower nightmare, but you know, it is a really good adaptation. Um, you could say sure. Stranger Things exists because of Stephen King. Like, we're finally getting to a place where we're doing it right. He's getting old.
1: Look, there's a this chance. Is, this has been this has been Stephen King's entire legacy. Here's a piece of poo. Here's a gym. Poo, gym. Poo, poo gym. gym. Just all the way through his career. Just and this it way used it is. to be
6: poo, 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 poo,
1: right, poo, right. poo, 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 Jim. <laughs> yeah.
6: Poo, poo, poo. Oh, look, a gym.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wrong. So, So why is that? Like, why couldn't
4: Maximum when, Overdrive when as, get it right? When
1: you're as prolific as Stephen King, you're going to drop some turds. They're going to clink in the bowl and eventually... Something good's gonna happen. Yeah, we do this every time.
3: I feel like, but do we have? A, have we revised our favorites list of ad- adapted uh, Stephen King oh, things?
5: Boy, it really jumped way up the list. Yeah, it really yeah. did. Right.
6: I'm still, it's I'm trying it still to. Still didn't I, surpass Shawshank for me, but it's, but it's up there. Yeah. It's up there. I put, I, <laughs> I, would, I put Shawshank.
3: Well, all right, let's just do his horror movies, because, because oh, you're right. Okay. I would, Shawshank and Green Mile and that stuff's almost untouchable. And that's not fair. That's yeah. not fair to compare. Yeah, put those. In the I same. mean, it, sure. he should still get credit for them, but they're not even. Yeah, they're just different. So let's say his horror adaptations. I, I mean, it might be at the top of my list right now.
6: I've yeah, I can't it. think of something well, I like more than it uh, in the horror stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. And it was new, it, so that maybe doesn't help because right. it's fresh it in my mind. Ki-
1: it it kills it. Uh, Carrie is a is right up there for me. Uh, Stephen, I, I, I mean, uh Shining still, still holds pretty, up for me. Yeah, me too. But I almost don't consider that Stephen King be honest with you i really consider that so much kubrick that it just had a little bit of yeah but stephen you don't King. have it without stephen king's story you know like it doesn't yeah. exist out
3: mm-hmm. otherwise i mean i guess Maybe. kubrick could have made something else but right. I, th- I think it
1: counts though it's a horror yeah, movie I, c- I could see that so, but okay so i definitely think that carry it this movie Dreamcatcher, catcher believe it or not i really i i it's a piece <laughs> of poo but it's Stop a piece it. of poo I like to watch. It's it a really piece. Is. It's
3: a piece of poo you'd be happy to have someone force you to eat if you were a half-naked kid in the street. <laughs> right.
1: Look. Okay. Look. It's kind of like <laughs> these things are kind of like uh, like Coca-Cola flavored gum.
4: Yeah. It's
1: like I don't want it all the time, but every once in a while, I don't mind drinking some. You know, Coke flavored gum is is kind of different mm. and uh, mm. it has its own little. I, place I'll
3: say I don't it. regret watching it, especially because of the show. But also, I feel like I, I feel like I glad i saw it weirdly
1: oh we well, have to be glad you. but saw i don't this. think
3: it's... it's at all good i think it's really really terrible and a misfire sure. and even Kazden himself says publicly that this really dinged his career for a while he couldn't okay. get projects made a couple of movies he wanted to do nobody would give him funding for this was a huge flop at the box office
1: mm-hmm. uh critically it's... people panned it so yeah it's funny so because you... uh because king king was praising it right before it came out because he was still high But a couple of years after, after he sobered up, he's like, "What the hell was I doing?" Yeah, yeah. And he
3: was not only—I mean, under his own admission, he was taking a lot of painkillers and fully addicted. Like he had become dependent on these on these pain pills and really messed with them. He was considering not writing anything anymore after that. Like this was almost the end of Stephen
5: King. So uh,
3: this era. So Mm -hmm.
5: my my method for getting to the answer to the question is to ask myself was this horror film something that i really need them to remake or to sequelize to make it better so like before a month ago i would have said that about it right so Mm -hmm. any any previous production of it i'm like oh wow they need to remake that and make a good version yeah now i've reached there so i'm like okay that explains i don't need any more it ever Mm, like that's good i'm good Mm -hmm. i feel that way about I feel that way about Misery. Mm-hmm. If someone said they were remaking Misery, I'd be like, why? It's good yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, It's just fine. Misery yeah, misery's is
6: a great example. Yeah, forgot about <laughs> you know? Misery.
5: I,
1: I hate to... Okay, I got a question for you guys. It's kind of on topic, kind of off topic, but while we're talking about why make a remake, on Twitter uh, this past week, uh, people were kind of up in arms because Disney Channel, not Disney movies, but Disney Channel, announced that they're going to remake Hocus Pocus people are a little upset because they hold Hocus Pocus very dearly. I do as
3: well. Freaking I love the
1: 90s kids, man. Bunch of weird
6: I love it. 90s kids. I love kids. Hocus
1: Pocus. It's, it's, I
3: watch
5: it just about every year. However... I gotta look this up. I have no how, idea what you're talking about. How
6: really about. Bette Midler? Oh, it was
5: great. It's uh, so much fun. You've never seen it, you've got to see it. I can't even
6: remember who the other two women are. Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler, and... It's so... It's
1: it's so- got such it's got such charm it's a really good movie if you've never seen it it's got a lot of charm it's a lot of fun it's very disney however they're gonna make a remake on the disney channel tv and i was like why are you mm. upset about a tv remake i wouldn't be upset if any movie was remade for tv because those exist in two different realms to me if you say that you're gonna make a 60 million dollar remake of hocus Pocus at the theater you better get bet Midler. And those ladies on the phone, no, so you can bring I, them back. I, I agree. The TV, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think the outrage should happen when it's a TV
3: adaptation. In fact, I mean, cause especially in today's like,
1: probably two million, maybe. Well, plus in in
3: in today's climate, you should get excited instead because TV is right. killing it and everything. Yeah, the, you know, like yeah. Fargo. If you'd asked me back in '96 when they made the original Fargo, if you said, "Hey, next year there's going to be a TV version of this," I'd have said, "Holy shit! What are you doing? This is a terrible idea." Because up till then, TV adaptations outside of *Mash* were terrible, and okay, even right. that was now, different, you know. So it wasn't it wasn't now. really speaking to the fans of the *Mash* movie. But in this case, we now live in that a different world. I think TV right. is exciting, and if you tell me that, I'm stoked. So I don't get that criticism. That's weird.
1: I think I think most people were mad because they weren't bringing back the original cast. As a matter of fact, I can tell you right now, that's what most people were mad about was not bringing back the original cast to do this. When the original cast said. They were interested in doing either a sequel or a follow-up uh, to the original, and I agree. Uh, I think that I think that the difference in opinion uh, lies in the fact that I'm, I'm like, it's just a TV movie. It doesn't have to exist in the same universe as the other. It does not ma- mean that they won't make another Hocus Pocus sequel. It just means that they're doing something on TV, and I separate the two. But it's a totally valid response people to get mad about things they love from their childhood i mean that's totally valid but i was just curious what you guys thought so it sounds like you guys are kind of the same way i am it's like tv whatever well
6: and even and even if it was a movie and they did it as like you know something something less uh, less a carbon copy of the original right like if they were and it's funny because of course the the cover guy is going to say as long as they make it something different and something unique (laughs) go ahead and remake it remake whatever you want would you would you guys be mad if they said hey Guess what? What? We're gonna me-
1: remake a new Thank hope. You spell- Thank you for saying our what, by the way. <laughs> what? We're gonna remake. We're gonna remake a new hope as a TV movie. I Would did, you be I up in arms? The Force
6: Awakens. Right, <laughs> kind of did. Yeah, they kind of did
5: on HBO. They they kind of did. It, they they or, need to do something to get everybody to not unsubscribe. But see what if you? Now. But
3: if you said to me, Brian, if you said, "Hey, uh, the long rumored," well, let's assume it wasn't even long rumored. Let's just say they said, "Hey, live action Star Wars uh, series coming to TV." I'd be right. stoked out of my mind.
6: Yeah. Way more stoked now than you would have been ten years ago. Exactly. Just like yeah. I would have been
3: uh, upset about Fargo in '96, and I'm not mm-hmm. today because that show's amazing. Like, it's just, this is a different time. I think we're ready for it. it. And people that complain are just complaining because they don't want what no else to do.
6: But here's the other thing, though. If they said, uh, Star Wars live-action series coming to Netflix, you'd be, oh, great. Star, Star Wars live-action TV show coming to Fox. Uh, I would be <laughs> less. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would be Because there's, they
3: haven't earned, <clears throat> they've lost the prestige, haven't they? Yeah. Like, they yeah. just
5: have. I think there's a, there's a dividing line in our past where before a certain point, they? Before a certain point, there's two kinds of, of movies, right? There's movies that you get off your ass and go to a theater and pay cash money to see. Dreamcatcher. Right. And there's movies that, that are brought to you, <laughs> and the exchange is you have to sit through some stinking commercials to watch the movie. And I think that Dreamcatcher is a great example of why that system broke down, and why we have a better <laughs> thing now. Because if I had paid seven bucks to go see right. Dreamcatcher, I thought this many times during this movie. I'm like, I'm imagining being in a movie theater right now, and I am pissed off. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm I'm with you.
3: Did anyone see this in the theater?
5: I I no. did okay. I didn't yes. know this existed. Until. Yeah, no one in the world saw this in the theater. <laughs> I didn't
3: either. <laughs>
4: I saw it in the
5: theater. Okay,
3: he saw in the theater. I didn't see I'm, it in the theater. Nor did I'm with Ibbot. I didn't know it existed in or the. I, I didn't know anything about it. In fact, I didn't even. I've not read the book, and I read a lot of Stephen King, and I've never read Dreamcatcher. Yeah. So
5: the book is really good, guys. Like I, seriously, this is. I mean, this is not. <laughs> this is not in my top five Stephen King books. <laughs> But Stephen King books, the line of demarcations really bright. There's bad ones and there's good ones, right. and this is on the good side.
1: I I enjoy when Stephen King goes sci-fi. I mean, I don't enjoy it. I wouldn't I wouldn't want him to do it all the time, but I do like it when he kind of flips it around and goes sci-fi. Matter of fact, if you have never read it, that is some seriously weird sci-fi oh, stuff in there. Oh, and the lore which, is fantastic. Which, so
5: I wanted to ask uh, Scott specifically. So <laughs> you you set aside all of the non. Horror Stephen King works like Running Man and Shawshank. Yeah, where does the mist fall?
4: Oh, yeah.
1: Well,
3: the mist is definitely horror-ish, and it's also a short story, which makes I think makes some difference. A lot of the, I don't. A lot of the best works of the best movie translations are short stories. Sure, right. Shawshank's not a novel. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It is, but it's also. Yeah, but it's also big weird white spiders in the fog, you know? <laughs> like it's it's supposed okay. to be it's supposed to be supernatural, and that's really his right. thing, is it's not so much science fiction or fantasy or horror, it's just like supernatural is the way I would describe his books most of the time. Supernatural but, psychological. I mean the one yeah. I want the most the one I love probably love the most as a single tome is the stand and and I am desperate for the stand to become the next genre T V hit. it could be it could take it's it's the walking dead without zombies but in a way that's oh it's so good they they could stretch that out for five seasons and just make an incredible tale
1: that that material is suited for tv much more than theater
3: for for sure even back in 90 whatever 89 or whatever they knew that with that mini series they knew tv was the place to do it they just didn't have today's 15 episode season kind of cable world where we could totally we got, pull this off we
5: got over 17 months to go before we get any new game of thrones mm-hmm. and i just can't believe that hbo isn't rushing to get something like the stands a series yeah
3: now. i mean they've got westworld all locked and loaded and that that's that solves a lot of that itch for people but but yeah i agree with you like i would i would i don't know who has the rights to that right now but i would sure man i'd sure love if i think mr. mr gay has it you think mr gay's got it <laughs> Yeah. So for people at home wondering, oh, two things. Number one, Mr. Gay is a direct mef- uh, reference to this movie, which we'll get to in a second. But also earlier when I said
1: we're <laughs> for- to talk about this movie,
3: forcing a <laughs> half naked kid on the road to eat a turd is a scene in the movie. Not. me being gross. <laughs> Yes,
5: that's true. Okay. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff like that in this movie. And I just want to jump right to. Did anybody think of Tropic Thunder while watching this? Movie? A little bit. Because oh. of all the helicopters. No, no. I know what he of means. the because don't, of the Donnie Wahlberg character. Don't go. Oh, being, don't go full. Being, being, <laughs> yeah, he's well. He's supposed to have Down syndrome, right? But <laughs> right. he's uh, like he's played really pathetic.
6: You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It's not yeah. good. Also, not very Down syndrome at all. It just he's just sort of right. played. No. He's played like um, I swear it's almost like when Wahl- Wahlberg's not on very long, but it's almost like they went to the set of Six Sense and said, "Hey, diaper boy, come here. We're just gonna take you straight to stage four
6: and do this other movie." <laughs> it's very um, uh, was it Walter the 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 brother Cameron Diaz's brother from There's something about Oh, oh yes,
1: you know, yes, yes, yes. Spe- that. Basically
6: that with a speech impediment mm-hmm. and right. and it's anyone else find it ironic? that the kid who can't pronounce r's at the beginning of people's names idolizes the dog who can only pronounce yeah, that, r's in the front of people's names
1: yes. that was the point of my
6: intro with the
1: this yeah. <laughs> trying to because we we had established that aliens uh, tried to appeal to us humans through certain functions which was mm. to you know we we need to protect him why because he has a speech impediment okay so what what could kids relate to Scooby Doo they could relate to that so it's uh
6: gotcha. okay. it
1: was it was an interesting turn if stephen king was intentional and not just highest <laughs> so, yes. uh
3: look at you controlling your uh the word on that sentence right, I, well I, I was yeah. almost went there but wait i would have bleeped it it'd have been fine uh, they, no here's here's the the thing with that i don't i still am not really got my head around the idea that he was an alien the whole time Right, uh, that's fine, <laughs> but why are you here? What are you doing? Why would you want to be right. bedridden and have the cancer? <laughs> the cancer? The cancer. Like, why do you so want to be? Why do you want to be that? What's the deal? Does
1: he have cancer,
6: or it is, a, it, is genie, it? Is, is thought, it? Is it? Is it?
1: Right, right. He does. That's what they say in the story. But how much is 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 actually false? We got to figure out.
6: versus just alien, right.
1: Breathing our different oxygenated yeah, exactly. uh, atmosphere just, kind of thing exactly and is the mom in on it is she an alien is, is she adoptive mom we
5: there's a lot of questions is she, that... is she even a woman like she's the only woman in this movie for miles right I mean, right it's mm-hmm. amazing how this movie yeah there are no women a yeah. in, oh, wow. into a yeah. speaking role
3: no women in this thing there's there's uh, there's two women there, a mom who there's... way too quickly says sure take my terminally ill son away yes. into the mountains <laughs> And two, a girl trapped in a, a sewer. A train. girl in a well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, don't, don't forget about the girl trapped in the snow. Oh,
3: yeah. she never does oh, yeah. Right? She
1: doesn't have any lines. Actually, she does speak.
6: She says it's she a few does. words.
1: Yeah. And uh and and she is responsible for one of the biggest jump scares in the movie, which I really appreciate.
3: And then she they took a giant in,
6: uh, Raylan Givens, right? In the right yep. in the cheek.
3: Yeah, and then yep. she took a took an alien dump. Just <laughs> <laughs> And that weasel, and weasel that, that brings me to my other thing. Is it like that in the book, Brandy, where it's they poop him out? Is that the deal? Yes. Okay. So if the if the rumors and or commentary from him are true that during this time a lot of what he was writing was to replicate or to get out of his system the things he was going through because of his accident
1: I don't want to know what
3: trouble he was <laughs> where going that through. came from yeah where I the really
6: pooping don't. aliens came from yeah. he
1: said. He said he's been quoted as saying when before the movie came out that uh, this movie was going to do for toilets what showers <laughs> did for uh, what Psycho did for showers. Really? So,
3: well, yeah. you know, he came close. Like I don't yeah. know. I don't know yeah. if it's quite yeah. it's not quite uh the dumber in the in the uh, the lodge after he had all those laxatives that's still a very haunting scene even in a comedy for me from Dumb and Dumber, but I It was it was rough. I don't need to see that guy roll off the toilet with a big old gaping uh, freaking baboon (laughs) butthole. That was gross. That was gross. And then the lady laying in the snow while Raylan Givens is having like five conversations with her drunk and she's dead the whole time with a a big drippy hole in her back of her pants like gross. Okay,
5: okay, hold on. I just want to get it straight. We have Raylan Givens. We have Earl. We have Punisher and we have Homeland. That's our guys. Yep. That's it. Are we, we don't really care what their actual names it's are. Because we Althons. got better names. Yeah. Better okay. names. These are better names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so
6: we're giving them nicknames like uh, you know, oh, like true. they do for true. each other. The redhead guy yeah. I always think of as the Band
1: of Brothers guy. I can never get him out of
3: my Jonesy's head.
6: Jonesy's pretty easy.
1: Uh that's uh Damian Lewis, but Jonesy is pretty easy because I see it a lot yeah. in the in the yeah. film. So right.
6: yeah. well, and you, his, see him, you see him the most, and yeah. he's a and, central
1: character. Uh,
6: did what did, what did everyone think about the whole um his little memory recesses being this little library that has has (laughs) some things that work in this in this world and some things that don't like he can just close a door yeah there's a lot of work
3: getting up and down those stairs and i kept thinking are you gonna open a door and hagrid's gonna be there going oh harry you've come to the wrong (laughs) memory right
1: i like this but i may have been more primed for this idea than some other people because Stephen King uses this a lot in his stories talking about setting up rooms boxes locks uh, in your mind and using that as a way to control uh, your fears. So I, I was probably a little more ready to accept that and prime for it than maybe I, the, so. I,
5: I thought it was I the best user. thing in the movie. I thought it was yeah, very yeah. well portrayed. I really I really enjoyed that. I looked forward to more of it. Mm. I, I enjoyed f- finding all the little secrets. All over those shots, like Mm -hmm. uh, best thing in the movie. Worst thing in the movie, by the way, uh, the helicopter crap. Yeah, Mm -hmm. every
1: every helicopter scene.
5: There was it was almost as
1: many helicopters in this movie as in Kong Skull Island. Yeah, almost, (laughs) almost. That's pretty good. It was it was pretty. That stuff was pretty dumb. I also never bought that Freeman's character
3: was all hell bent on. I
1: I also didn't buy that Freeman would be able to grab a helicopter and skedaddle out of there Mm -hmm. without being shot down. I just. I can't right. imagine right. him taking those big giant prosthetic eyebrows. By the way, those were <laughs> fake.
6: Fake as fake i get out. Because when those you look at his real. IMDB photo, unless <laughs> he unless he trimmed those down, man, those came from the <laughs> all
5: uh right. All right. the that Carl Malden
6: to- school of eyebrows.
5: <laughs> that leads us to my my big question of the movie. What was the worst artificial hair? Brian Dunaway has already gotten Morgan Freeman. <laughs> for you, I mean, there's, there's so many more. bad wigs in this movie. There's more,
1: yeah. There's there's a lot Anyone? of good wigs in this movie. Uh, so Morgan Freeman had fantastic hair. I loved uh, Wahlberg's uh, half hair, oh, the, the, yeah, the emo hair that had uh, going on. It it
6: was, the bushy kind of in the back of the nape of the neck kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was... It was disturbing. Right. He just wasn't on yeah. there
1: very long. Wahlberg was barely in this thing, like, which was fine. Yeah, but it's, it's fine. Exactly how much you needed of the, of the Wahlberg. He showed up and said, We've got some work to do now. <laughs> I'm just like, I almost got cold chills when he was doing that. I don't know why. It's stupid. Well, I mean, that's the idea. You're supposed to feel like, oh my gosh, the
3: hero, the guy's going to save us yeah. all is this yeah. kid. Which is a cool, compelling story thing. I just don't think they did it very well in the movie. The movie's just the movie's full of moments like this where you're like, "Oh, this would be cool if," and then they just don't do yeah, it. Right? If. Like, if it wasn't not, this movie? I was <laughs> never afraid of those little worms. The
1: big ones kind of freaked me yeah,
3: out, but the little I, ones that, are like, "All right, just step on them all."
1: There, Punisher. How how I, tough are you? I don't want to get too far from Randy's point because I think he had some more to go. But I want to get back to that worm point in a second. Yeah, Randy had some more hair people. Yeah,
6: hair. hair oh, clothes I, oh, hair I people. Hair people. I, yeah.
5: I figured everybody would, but I, I just it that. Oh my God! This movie with the hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to there think. Hair. Like Earl, the the guys are all normal, right? They didn't
3: have any yeah. weird hair going on. Well,
6: what's his face? Uh, Damian Lewis's uh, beard kept going from shaggy to trim, especially at the very, very end. Uh, it's there was like...
5: there were several shots where that was fake. That was f- a fake beard. Okay, I promise. That I believe it. He showed up on set and he had accidentally sh- sleep shaved in the middle of the night. And they're like, shit, we gotta put fake hair on you
6: now. <laughs> A little Ambient took some ambient and and uh
5: <laughs> yeah, woke up clean shaven. Yeah. But back to Scott's wormy
1: wormy plot hole. Uh I was with I was with you, Scott. I was like, okay, the big one, I could see if that got into our water supply, it could really cause some havoc. I mean, it could eat just any of the fish it wanted. Sure. But the little bitty worm, I mean, he'd jump in and he'd be eating so fast. And I mean, I guess you could argue that they would, you know, disseminate into the fish's body and would do something, but Mm. as far as just a effective one
6: little tiny wheel making its way in there. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's
5: it's one of the best examples of Stephen King really didn't think this through. (laughs) Like like it really like a lot of times he just puts something out there and then you figure it out for yourself. Oh, I see how that works. Mm -hmm. But this time he puts something out there that makes zero sense, which is that aliens keep invading us in the woods and we're able to contain them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's just a little hard to yeah. believe. But also, the I will I do tell you I do I liked the alien portrayals because they they hopped around a lot. But the alien portrayals were kind of really effective as far mm-hmm. as making me feel mm-hmm. uneasy, especially like when uh, the the ship when they're when they're approaching the ship, the military blue boys are approaching the ship, oh, and yeah. those those aliens are outside and they're all got this. Yeah you know
4: Help me. And just,
1: we're just yeah. so innocent we don't need anything and uh, so and then all of a sudden they just you know as they get closer they just turn around and haul butt and it's just ooh, and i don't they're, know Something they're the big, effective. mean yeah everything
6: yeah. every alien in here even dudits looked like a turd with teeth yeah they did yeah really turd, did turd teeth yeah. for sure good turd thing throat. good thing like, they're all coming brown, out of butts like like big, big old brown lumpy pieces. turds with teeth yeah and right. they,
3: and i know they didn't get into this i don't know if the book does but do we is it like this long-standing feud between the mr gray type alien and whatever the right. alien duddits was because that's blue inter-
1: versus gray is that what we're trying to? I, I was really looking for something <laughs> right. i know gray they, was brown <laughs> but mr gray you know they they called them the gray boys and different yes. things and right. they kept going you know and then of course they set up the whole blue team you know and and I I thought he was trying to go for something there, and I kept trying to find little threads to pull on, but there was nothing. nothing. Drugs. Drugs.
3: Drugs. That's
5: exactly right. It kind of... I I hate to say this, and please don't take me seriously, listeners, but it... (laughs) it made me i kind of want to take some opiates and see what happens if you give me a yeah. pencil yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah i just kind i don't know it's, wanna, uh, like, uh, don't uh, do this get, but i kind of get, ran, get randy a stack
3: of percocet a, a percocet right. a, a big legal pad and a pen and we'll see what sharpie yeah. yeah i think yeah. you have to have
1: some real skill a, to 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 bend that with some opioids and still come up with something this at least yeah.
5: halfway there's, sensible. A gr- there's a joke from bill maher that has always stuck with me it's a uh, I've never taken heroin. I don't want to take heroin, but heroin did not do anything bad for my record collection. It's <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah. a good, good point.
3: It's a good point. Although I hate Bill Maher. Yeah. But anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It drives well, let's, me let's crazy. Let's talk about Bill Maher. It's a smarmy big nose butthole. Okay, check this out. Oh. I, got a, I got one for you here. Sure. Uh, and it's maybe a Stephen King trope more than anything, but I call this one the Batman villain trope, or what ah. would a Batman villain do? And that would be the ultimate problem is we're trying to poison the water supply. Right? And they yeah, totally, so I, I hate 60s that. Sixties Batman at that. I freaking hate it. It's like how are you going to get everybody? It's a DC it's a thing.
4: thing. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Right. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole <laughs> Batman 1966 thing yeah. was that they wanted to put um, Joker fluid in the water
5: supply so that Joke everyone fluid. would be
6: would be I'm putting <laughs> <Yeah. my nuclear laughs> fluid in slides, here. was not it? Right. Yeah.
5: And I'll bet you there's a I'll bet you there's you a Lex Luthor it. story <laughs> where he tries to. Poison water to make everybody leave some land that he wants to buy. Uh. Mm-hmm.
1: See, th- this this goes back to my my uh, concept that Stephen King was not only high on drugs, <laughs> he was also watching a lot of daytime TV. Yeah,
6: you know, probably a lot of reruns of Batman, <laughs> Scooby Doo. He's probably also on on Oxy watching Beaver, it, the uh, Mike, the uh, yeah, the Tim TV Curry series. adaptation yeah. and saying. <laughs> Oh, I could do another story. I could do a story like that. Whatever I'm watching here, this is interesting. I'll do a story like that. <laughs>
1: they haven't done lately, clowns.
6: <laughs> with some with some va- va- uh, vagina dentata uh, sewer weasels.
3: <laughs> well, they okay, were though. kind of vagina ben, t- or dentata. Right. Or what is it? dentata? They, there you go. Vagina dentata. Just...
6: <laughs>
5: They were just like... What actors, a wonderful right? phrase. Like my favorite Sorry, I'm thinking of album, by the way. Yeah, I
3: was going to say it's my favorite song on the Lion King uh, soundtrack. <laughs> Vagina, dentata. Come on, sing it with me.
1: No? Okay. No, no. no. Hey, you, all, the, the, this may be the worst movie for me trying to put the name of the movie together with the movie. They talk oh, yeah. about dream catchers. They have a dream catcher. They even refer to themselves is kind of a collective dream catcher, but I didn't quite understand why. Yeah. Yes, and they never right. explain.
6: What the hell? Yeah. Yes. They why? never also
3: explain how the, did they, maybe I missed it. You guys can tell me. How do they explain all of them having these powers? They never well, do. Well, gave it to him. Yeah, He's an Thuditz, alien.
6: Right. Okay. They, they bestowed the powers upon them when they, he, exactly. they rescued him from turd eating. All right. They made,
1: they made the dream catcher shaped.
6: Yeah, that's what they did.
1: They all went together and said, hey, look at us. We're a dream catcher shape. And they did their little superpowers okay. and they got, apparently. So, the dream so, they, so they, gave yeah. Ray,
3: they gave Raylan the swirly finger deal. They gave Punisher <laughs> the ability to what? Read minds. Read
1: minds. Uh, uh, what did Beaver get? I forget what Beaver, Beaver got. Beaver got premonitions or feelings. And no. so he can, he can, and it's not very well laid out in the movie, but he has like feelings because he'll say I have like a bad feeling.
6: And, and Jonesy.
3: Oh, I forgot all about the thing where Raylan had to help that lady find her keys. That was a long yeah. drawn out way of explaining hey, it. No, yeah.
6: if you had that power, would you right. end up as a car salesman or no. would you be like a private detective to find things? You'd yeah, be a billion exactly. other things. You'd be a billion other things. You'd, you'd, you'd see, use, you would see everybody you, else used their powers for for good, but he chose car salesman. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, I'm going to be the best at helping people find their <laughs> keys.
1: It was weird <laughs> and and who and what kind of what kind of person date he invites someone on their first date for fried clams is that what yeah <laughs> no <laughs> one does that no yeah. one does well, that that's
5: fried clams on the eastern that's sea yeah they're the best and we then, need, he, we need and to then go he references through. it multiple times the rest <laughs> of the yeah. movie he goes He's totally men's right activist. Like, oh, uh, women won't ever come for the fried clams with you. Yeah, because you're going to be
3: repeating all night. You're going to have the worst freaking farts of your life. Probably get the shits. So you don't want fried clams for a date, you weirdo. <laughs> you,
5: please, guys, click on the link I put in Skype chat. I, just, I saw yeah, it. Is so that I see that's, 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 that's clickbait? That is it's, clickbait out one side and down the other. But. Pure and simple, it's just a picture of a lamprey on the roof of a truck. Oh like it's oh. there is nothing <laughs> oh. nothing unusual about it. Like the no. the the creature in this movie isn't even unreal. It's just based on a common I, thing. Yeah. And I don't like yeah.
1: look nearly as sharp as those yeah,
5: clutch. This one has in a in vagina the damn, the face.
1: Yeah. yeah right. They <laughs> the V the V the V D we call it the vd <laughs> yeah how,
4: had the, had how, the VD. how
1: sure of yourself do you have to be to uh to go crotch first into a fire with a with a creature on your <laughs> you jump. have to be wow, so kidding. sure
4: of yourself
6: yeah. and not only that you yeah. gotta pound humping it like
3: you're humping it you gotta really humping get in care. there
6: talk about last it is last ditch effort this is like <laughs> i've exhausted all other means of getting this thing off my off my crotch yeah that was rough mm-hmm. But again, yeah.
3: most of the time it was like, okay, is this the horror or is this the comedy? I couldn't tell. It was impossible for I'm this movie to tell when yeah. I was supposed to laugh yeah. and when I was supposed to...
1: Take I, on meets.
3: Maybe it's a yeah. great movie. Maybe I'm missing the point. Uh,
5: <laughs> no. I think no, if you, no. It's,
1: this movie definitely is a movie about when you watch it. I mean, we have some movies that are good movies all the time, but this movie, I would say Saturday Night couple of beers and you mm. this is gonna go a long way
6: this would have been you know we say this a lot but this would have been a fun one for us to all watch right. son, uh, together yeah. and and it is really funny because Based on when I see the gifts going into Slack and when I hear the, uh, us uh, talking about it, we kind of are watching it around yeah, the same time, really all right. four of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we it's have a little commentary.
3: Time. If you guys could see our back and forth on on uh, Slack, oh, then yeah. you'd all have hacked you'd all have
6: hacked our Slack if you could see <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, when we eventually do hack a, a filmsack Patreon, that's yeah. what they get, That's all they get access yeah. to. all you Slack.
3: get access to is the Slack. So we'll let you and know. And that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We
1: keep that locked up with Jonesy. Exactly. Uh, all right
3: I think we uh, <laughs> we should dive into some uh, clippage here I have some clips if you guys would like to hear them
1: oh my gosh if you don't play the clips you'll be missing the best part of this movie that's true there should be some
3: great I got clips. a nice handful here great let's clips. let's start with this stilted conversation yeah.
0: wait Jonesy yeah beef. you be careful
2: be careful of what
0: wish I knew. <laughs> shittiest power dialogue. Ever. Shittiest, yeah, shittiest,
6: superpower everybody gets some really cool superpowers yeah earl gets uh i don't he's know a, something or something the first he, one to die yeah he's, he's a basically so, a fortune cookie or a uh newspaper horoscope yep right so, something so in, bad's gonna happen to you
5: this week <laughs> so in the book in the book they all can just read each other's minds that's it they they, yeah, they, they have can, the power they, to understand each other's thoughts No. and this is why they get together but this is why they don't get together like they they all live apart far enough that the Wi-Fi doesn't connect. Yeah. And and that <laughs> l- allows them to have a normal life. Yeah. And then they get together and they enjoy being in one another's company. A little bit erotic, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's, that's left out for the movie. Mm. In the movie, though, we have this weird, like... Idea that each one of them expresses their powers a little differently. Yeah, and for whatever reason, Jason Lee just doesn't have powers.
3: Yeah, he just he just has a feeling. It's like oh, I don't know about this. He has
1: he has no family. He has no job. He has no powers. He's really the saddest of characters. And now you want to know why he reached to the floor to get that toothpick. Yeah, That's all he had. I
3: didn't want him to die. Also, his hand getting bit Mm -hmm. off
1: like that was pretty gross.
3: That was pretty gross. Fingertips. Uh, Here's a creepy kid. So, there's this.
0: Watch out for Ish Gray.
1: It doesn't sound like... Anything. Watch out for Mr. Gray. He yeah. didn't oh, say okay. the world would end another day.
0: Watch for
4: Mr.
5: Gray.
1: Yeah, watch out
3: for Mr. Oh, Gray.
6: Also, also... <laughs> be yeah. kind rewind Sounds right.
5: <laughs> that also sounds like a message in an airport in another country <laughs> it, does. it does the, the white it, zone is like loading this, and in. unloading yeah. only hey hold right, on they're okay, saying so, something about our flight
4: for oh
5: shit I think we're on the wrong that's, terminal I, I
4: missed the flight <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's what, that, seriously I think that you got the wrong clip and that's a clip from uh, an airport in Moldova that's really funny <laughs>
3: Oh, well done. All right. Here's a here's some dude talk.
0: Got blown last night. Good for you. First
1: time? Bite my bag. Bite my bag. Oh, they gave
6: him all the one liners, Jason uh-huh. Lee. I don't yeah, and I maybe I don't have the right kind of friends, but I don't I don't think the first thing I'm doing when I'm cucking up ground beef and potato pieces is saying, Oh, got blown last <laughs> night. By the way, super hungry during that scene.
3: Potato pieces. <laughs> I want some potato pieces as well. It was
6: ground beef and potato pieces.
1: Yeah, and I wanted it so bad.
3: Here's uh, <laughs> here's an it reference number one. The night I got
0: hit, I was standing on that sidewalk, and there across the street, I saw it. Just like he was that day we first saw him back in Dairy. Back
3: in Dairy, 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 Maine
0: where all the kids
3: blew up yeah and where the uh <laughs> later on uh uh well what was that oh the book i read the 1160 or whatever 63 yeah, yeah. thing mm. had him go back through dairy and the whole time he had a stomach ache there because dairy's weird
6: oh really I didn't yeah. that that was uh, through dairy the sewer okay.
3: system is not good in dairy yeah and they don't really sure. play it up in that mini-series on hulu but it's big time in the book. I have uh, a, uh, I'm allergic to dairy. Yeah, don't don't eat <laughs> drink dairy. Yeah. Uh, f F what? Oh here. This is
0: our 20th year coming out here to Hole in the Wall. And f- me, Freddie, here's to 20 more.
3: He kept saying that. Yeah.
1: Me, yeah, Freddie. F- yeah. And, B- and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, even uh, after he died, Henry Thomas James started saying it. Oh, that's him. right. He did. They, they, they carried it on.
6: Yeah. They they did a lot of that stuff at really weird times, like times that you would not let yourself lapse into uh scooby dooby doo. We got some work to do now. Like, you know, Oh, my friend just died on the toilet next to bloody butthole guy. And I'm going to start chanting mystery machine lyrics or something. Yeah. It's It just seems like very out of place times to, to be saying stuff like that. Ugry. But I kind of, I kind hold of tight. like it. Yeah, it's one tight. of the reasons why I like comedy,
1: horror and horror comedy. It, it is fun for me. It's usually a little more cohesive though.
6: This was yeah, all yeah. over the
1: map. Right.
3: It was the, like one the second. The bad
6: guy saying stum- something like that is perfect because the bad guy maybe isn't in their right mind. could like, just Scooby Dooby Do, we've got some work to do. Yeah, <laughs> you just made but that scary for of- me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> but do it's, that. But it's one of the guys like looking for friction tape, and he's like Scooby Dooby Doo, got some work to do now.
3: Yeah, and they're singing that dumb song on the toilet. Speaking of those kids. uh <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, wait, oh, my, No, wait. actually, here's this first. Scooby-Doo. All right, there's that kid. Okay, now here's those kids. They're terrible.
4: You better watch it. Why is that? <laughs> I know who you are.
3: I'm trembling
4: with fear. <laughs> You're Richie Grenado. You're
5: the quarterback.
3: These are, this is bad. That is bad acting. Yeah. You almost became a dud-it
5: sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and also, also maybe don't, like, I I don't know, like, there's a producer present, but maybe don't have Lawrence Kasdan and william goldman writing for children in in their elderly age like yeah. they, <laughs> maybe maybe Bring you go you. Right. <laughs> find yeah find someone who's writing for tv just for the same uh,
6: you're in vancouver there's got to be a bunch of those writers for you can't do that on television up there right i mean something, is that where that came from? something.
3: although i really appreciate the resident evil barry reference that was pretty good yeah <laughs> right um here's them again
6: come on you dickweeds
3: you want to fight us yes <laughs> gosh
6: dude come on beef by the way painful. before we found out that that um that beaver's power was premonitions um and that that before we even found out that Duddits gave them their powers did anybody besides me think that uh that uh beaver's power was singing blue by you and yes. calling somebody down immediately like that was his superpower
1: I, yeah i did i thought i thought that was his uh Calming effect of some sort that he was able to project. That yeah, <laughs> right. I, love, I did. I love that song.
3: I, did, I, I don't totally like. Did too. I don't like him singing it, but I like "Blue by You" a lot. It's a good song.
1: Mm-hmm. They they talk about it a lot, and I was going to go look at the lyrics and try to figure out exactly how that relates. But once again, I'm going to go back to lots of daytime TV for King during
6: this time yeah. and uh, lots of drugs. So to, like like Dreamcatchers, it has absolutely right. nothing to do with the story, <laughs>
3: right? Outside of that, it's Roy Orbison, right?
6: Yeah, okay. uh, that one was. Outside
3: yeah. of that I mean, and Pretty Woman, does he have any other songs I should know?
6: Is that it? Yeah, running running scared. Um uh mystery she's a mystery girl. I don't remember. She's a yet. mystery girl. Oh, only the lonely the lonely. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you're right. There's others. Yeah.
3: I just think of those two as all I think of.
1: I only can think of the old Royal Orbison with the glasses and the dyed hair. That's the only one I can recall oh, uh,
6: I drove all night, which was um covered very famously by uh Lauper, lopper but uh, he did the original version oh and, right and did a music video for some reason with uh jennifer connelly and jason Priestley before they were huge weird nobody seemed more old and
1: creepy to me when Ro- Orbison tried to make his comeback oh yeah totally no when he was doing the time. traveling wilburys
3: era that th- that whole thing they, he looked yeah. like a he was like a little madame tussauds kind of <laughs> Said so just barely <laughs> the moving. Ethno mode. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, here's... Uh, oh, I wrote... This made me want to die is what I wrote, so we'll see what it is.
4: I feel so bad oh. I've got a worried mind.
3: I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't do it. I can't.
5: <laughs> I love really kids,
3: bad. man. I loved raising my kids. I, I love my nieces and nephews. I love kids, but don't Wait. make... Them do poor movies,
5: okay? Right. You've seen such great ensemble <laughs> child acting mm-hmm. in in recent years, right? Mm-hmm. Totally, but not That's, in two thousand
1: three yeah. though, right? There was no. It was kind it's of, kind of I, a, don't
5: know. I mean, it was uh, kind
1: of in a lull during that time, weren't we? What was Spy was Kids post, post- big? I mean, was what was post-Cory's. going on that time? Yeah, post-Cory's. Post Corys,
5: Post Stand by Me,
1: mm-hmm. right? But this um, was like the Spy Kids generated. Like there was like a time early two thousands, maybe even late two thousands that. We didn't have any serious
6: child actors in movies, right? Well, I mean, outside of Spy kind of, Kids, there's nothing I can well, think of. I'm sure there's something. Shia LaBeouf was doing Holes at this holes. time. We had, um, uh, let's see. <laughs> He's we doing Holes now King. if I'm placing <laughs> <rambats>. <laughs> Uh There were all the kids in School Rock also came out this year. Oddly enough, Mystic River, which, you know, some similar things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. thematically, uh, sure.
3: Uh, let's see. Those kids um, were
1: good. They were
3: they good. They were really good. Yeah. So, yeah.
6: child Stars of the 2000s. Let's go. Oh, I know.
3: Look. No, no, no. It's easy. It's the Fanning years. Dakota and her sister oh. killing it. They did great. Yeah. And
6: what's his face? Uh, the kid who's, who's now, or well, was Norman Bates. Um, oh, uh, yeah. He was in a Freddie bunch of. Highmore. Yeah. Freddie he was, Highmore. He was right around this, like, perfect uh, uh timing for, for something like that. Sure.
3: And then we had, we had the kid that looks all weird now, but, um, what's his name? The, the Sixth Sense kid. Uh,
6: Oh uh, right, yeah. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Now he looks like a manatee with uh, his eyes are too close <laughs> together. But whatever, he's <laughs> <laughs> his head kept growing and his face stopped. <laughs> it did. So he's not doing so great now. But you know, we had our kid actors then, sure.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. I, what do we have? Like Harry Potter was a huge child actor movie during that
6: two thousand one. Yeah, So I mean, so what we're saying is we wanted a bunch of British actors to play the young dairy kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
3: that's what we're at. And they just change their accents. It's fine. That would make
5: sense. I wanted them better directed. Like, I I think this could have been just a matter of getting more takes and editing it right.
3: Yeah, and it would have really, I think it would have helped the movie as a whole. It just would have felt less sophomoric in the middle and broken when they were on.
1: Look, in order to make the movie you're talking about, we'd have to totally scrap Morgan Freeman, Thomas Jane, Jason Mm -hmm. Lee, Damian Lewis, Timothy Olyphant. All these guys are great. But they got a certain flavor to them. Yeah. With yeah. this material, <laughs> it I think, funny. Gonna, <laughs> I think you're gonna get. I think you get this movie nine times out of ten times if you have those primary players, sure. regardless of directors. Sure, sure, sure.
3: Uh, this mm, guy showed up. I don't know who he is, but he had the burps, and here's why. <clears throat> <sighs>
2: I've been doing
6: that all night. Yeah, oh, mm. gerbil, gerbil.
2: Here maybe he is. you want to yeah. sit
6: on on the porch.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't want to. In fact,
0: <laughs> oh, here's the other thing I
3: wanted. I had a question about. Didn't they believe that the only way they could maybe keep their powers or 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 keep the peace or something the the bond they had, they had to make sure that they were always very good Samaritan all the time. Did I
1: get that impression, or was that a false impression? I, I think that's a false impression. Because uh, they just seem to go out
3: of their way, like, we have to take him in, we have to take care of him. Right. Like, I think m- that was
1: just in their DNA as a group. Okay.
3: All right, and
5: also, also, there's a blizzard. Like, they're out in the woods. They yeah. Right. He, I felt like he was just pointing out the fact that if they hadn't taken him in, he dies in the snow. Yeah,
3: probably. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I kept getting the feeling the that way, it was, like, the that guy,
5: the, the farting, Eric, yeah. Eric
6: Keenlyside, yeah. you've seen very recently... Uh, as a recurring character in the second season of Fargo, yep. in uh, the uh, first uh, season of The Killing. Wow. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The Godzilla movie recently. That's great. And he's, he
1: always plays the flashlight man. Does he have a big, gaping, bloody, baboon
3: yeah. butthole now? Okay, Ooh.
6: great. Mm-hmm.
3: Here he is again, getting ready for that business.
6: My mother used to feed me pea soup. When I was feeling <laughs> bitch in a buzzsaw. <laughs>
3: what? I don't know why I'd say that.
6: Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of those that's one of those lines that didn't feel like Jason Lee had seen the script before he yeah. said that. Yeah. Like it was held up on a cue card in front of him. A
3: little bit. Here's another <laughs> one. Here's he is he's doing it again.
6: I've heard
0: some mighty burps of my time, but that's the blue ribbon baby.
3: There you go.
5: And it just—it uh, doesn't feel like Lawrence Kasdan at this point, no, at all, no,
3: no, no not you know? his, not like, his brand. There's no big chill going on here, no, <laughs> no. There's no, there's no nothing. All right, here's a horrible fart. Oh, that
6: no. That's oh, awesome, like.
1: <laughs> That sounded like leather couch fart. There it was. It was
6: absolutely, but it was leather couch bare butt.
1: Yeah,
3: like he was wearing
6: pants, but that whoever did the foley work was was farting into a leather couch. (laughs) drilling it in there. (laughs) Completely bare. After sweating, right?
5: What were they actually doing? They were ripping a perforated piece of leather. I like. Uh, Play it it again. again. Here here it
3: goes again. And wait for the very end because he, the guy's reaction, kind of made me laugh. Here you go.
2: Oh my, <laughs> oh my god.
6: I like there's even extra. There's like ancillary farts in there. There's a. Yeah, a lot f- yeah. f-
2: yeah.
6: f- uh, of like two He's doing tuvin butt singing where he can do two uh, two things at once. He's the Bobby McFerrin of farts, is what he is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Oh
3: my yeah, god. He's the Michael Winslow of farting. Here's uh the. the con- oh, yeah, he gave him a bucket.
0: All right, now, this in case you have to. You know, Irk.
3: Have you ever heard Irk? irk the, yeah, no, but irk I love it? it. Oh, no, for sure. Never heard Irk.
5: I'm going with Ibbet. Jason Lee made up all of his lines. Yeah. Yeah. I think he probably <laughs> all did. All of his lines, he just made up on the spot, and for whatever reason, right. they kept them. They kept the I've, first take. Yeah. I've mm. heard cur- Herc, like I'm going to hurt, but
1: I've never heard Yeah. Herk. Yeah.
3: you need to irk. I've never yeah. heard. I've always heard Yak. Do you need to Yak? Uh, Do you need to Ralph? And do you need to barf or puke? Those. That's it. I've never yeah. heard irk ever.
5: Do you need a twerk right now? No,
3: that I do not need to do ever. <laughs> okay. Here's a good laugh between friends.
4: <laughs>
6: I don't know if it's a good. laugh. This is right after they crash the car, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Almost yeah. kill
3: a woman who's sitting yes. in the snow inexplicably, and then crash their car.
6: Right. <laughs> yes, my leg is broken. Hey, let's have a let's laugh for a couple of minutes.
3: Yeah. Nervous <laughs> laughter. Uh, here's ba- bald as a Telly. What's his F? This is a good line. Here you go. You don't suppose he got exposed to radiation, do you? I
0: saw that once in a movie. Guy ended up bald as Telly. What's his <laughs> F? It's <That's> a pretty <laughs> good Probably line. Is way I, go going not, for. I
6: know. Right? You can remember Telly, but not Savalas? Yeah. T- telly.
5: What's <laughs> yeah, Kojak. F. Like Once what's what's Would be- a lot of daytime TV Yeah. <laughs> for the Stephen King. What's your, what's your full name? If your nickname is Telly. Savalis Always. What's your full name? Like, is it t- Teller Tele-
6: Television? Oh, oh, Is, is oh. Telly
5: short for something? Is that what we're thinking? Like, it's gotta be. Tele- no one, Tele-Mundo. no one pulls a baby out and goes, "Oh, we're naming that one Telly."
3: What is Telly is a nickname. short for? Oh, there's a autocomplete for this, so someone's asked it. Uh, diminutive uh, form of a- uh, Aristoteles or Aristotle? Of course. So uh, he was Aristotle uh, Savalis. Wow, that's, awesome name. that's a great name that's insane never heard of that in
6: my life yeah aristotle Aristotle savalis crazy. Okay.
4: crazy
3: yeah by the way i put a picture of the director of uh hocus pocus in the slack you guys should check that guy out <laughs> i can't believe that's the director <laughs> yeah anyway. no kidding
6: uh by the way yeah. by the way died uh exactly 72 years almost to the day the, 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 he died the day after his birthday but uh who that director? Uh, Seventy, seventy-two years. Telly Savalas. Oh, Tully, Tully Savalas. All right. Who yeah. loves you, baby? Or whatever you Loves you, baby. Give me a lollipop. Mer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: crash uh, he's out yes. of our What is what bit. is going on with Balky here? Why is he the director? He looks is... like the director right
6: now. <laughs> like hippy Balky.
1: Yeah, he does like hippie Balky. By the way, uh, Perfect Strangers on Hulu now, all all seasons. Yeah,
3: Great. all all horrible episodes available now. Yeah,
6: there's there's nothing, nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything that would drive me I to watch
1: this. that
5: ca- sense? What like What was his know?
1: catchphrase? I can't even remember. What the. No, you. What the you'd
6: country? What a country? No, that's <laughs> not. No, that's
5: Yakov. it? What's <laughs> a country? Seriously, that was his catchphrase. What a country? <laughs> no, it was what? that was Yakov That's not who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're not talking about Shmirnov. We're talking about this. from
3: Perfect
1: Strangers. Yeah. Did I do that? What are you talking about? What
6: happened here? Don't be ridiculous. That's oh, that's it, it. That's it. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. stupid show. I'll well, never was that, watch was it. Was that his character on Beverly Hills Cop with the lemon Damn. twist and the? Uh, oh, the Rose lemon twist cappuccino. Yeah, both.
3: What's he doing now? What's that guy up to? Nothing. What is?
6: Yeah, what is uh, Bronson Bucky. Pinchot? Not.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's Bronson, it. Bronson Pinchot. Pinchot. Yes. Oh, wow. Pinchot. They really are different people. You're so right. Yeah, they're not the same. Randy's <laughs> conflated Yakov Smirnov and Bronson
3: Pinchot's character from Perfect hey, Strangers. My
6: totally my All my childhood has just changed. Oh, we, need to, we need to somehow get Nicole to say his name and, and see what he comes up with. Oh, Br- Bronson? <laughs> I, oh my gosh, yes. He looks like uh, Data beaten up by a bag of nickels on his <laughs> <IMDb> page.
5: <laughs> I would like to find out That 30 years ago, there was a crappy TV sitcom in Russia about an American uh, whose roommates with a Russian, they don't speak the same language. I'd like to know how they portrayed the American.
3: Oh, sure. It was uh, (laughs) Eric Smear Up. I don't know what his name would have been. I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, By the way, uh, real quick, uh, I I do want to give hats off a little bit to Perfect Strangers, only in this one way. The other guy, I don't know his name, but the one that isn't Bronson Pinchot oh. <laughs> was in last the the last season of The Leftovers. Leftovers and I thought that whole thing was brilliant the way they used it. Yeah. 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 It does he great... look so
1: does he look so sad? He, he looks, looks sad. Looks so he looks tragic. like a
3: little sad little Jewish man, but he's what he's yeah. great why he's great in this is he plays himself and he in this story in the lore uh, Bronson Pinchot is was removed during the 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 event or the whatever they call it Ah, mm -hmm. uh, what do they call it in the show um the 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 mm, event isn't it 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 called the departure the departure Departure. no can you say that yeah departure so they so he so that whole thing is like he's kind of crazy about it now because him and every other cast member and producer and director of that show were taken during the departure and he
6: wasn't Mm -hmm. which is
3: sounds really dumb but it totally works in that Mm -hmm. show
6: I'd love and that. So he, he cons everybody into believing that he was taken as well.
3: Yeah, it was super fascinating. Anyway, yeah. uh, what's this sound is the name of this. It's a weird sound I heard, and there was no explanation in the show for it, or the movie for it, so here it is. <coughs> okay, i want to play it one more time. i guess you guys see if you can tell what it is. <coughs> Any ideas? That's, that's, uh, that's Irk. Is it? <laughs> it does, but it's so... <coughs> I don't, know what it really was. I don't know where did that come from I dude? don't know did I just you, I just heard it and I capped it you and didn't there write was, down any context of when that happened it was when they were just walking around the place talking oh and oh so
6: maybe it's like a, a creaky cabin board let's hear it <laughs> now
1: they had really a lot of weird, weird sounds when they were like uh, jumping back and forth between Jonesy and characters and stuff and 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 when they're pulling hoods over their heads it mm-hmm. was just it was weird the mm-hmm. sound effects i don't know if the foley person was just as high as stephen king at the time or <laughs> yeah what was nothing going worse on than a high foley guy you know you don't right. want that guy doing drugs
3: he's gonna jack your movie up here's a yeah. fun, uh, here's a weird yell from Raylan givens and i don't know why he made this sound or if it's really him but this is the sound he made when he got thrown off of something so here you go ah!
6: Ah! there you go <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't when his uh, crotch was getting eaten by a turd weasel right. no it was ah! It's when he fell off the back of the I bike
3: want, into
1: the snow. I want that to replace the Wilhelm scream. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> that sounds
6: like a great idea. Stormtrooper falling into a ravine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so here's a fart lady. Oh yeah, fart lady number one. Here you go.
1: Can you hear me? <laughs> I wonder if maybe that's how they say hello around here.
3: <laughs> Thomas Jane with the <laughs> little joke there. It's pretty good. Uh, here's another reference to Toilet Man
6: He just dropped a clinker, I heard it
3: Alright, a clinker
6: A clinker, yeah. yeah, see I don't think of I don't think of clinker Right there's, what, there's what, what's, in your, what's
3: in your turt? Yeah, right. what's in your did, your you eat, did you
5: eat pennies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pennies in the clinker did, did, Scott, are you going to play the Morgan Freeman rousing speech?
3: Oh, I don't know if I have that, we'll find out Okay. Here's All right. uh, the beaver death
2: <laughs> You killed beaver
3: Alright there's that oh here's morgan here he is
2: the men call the red stuff ripley after the broad and the alien movies hold on a
3: second after the broad and the alien movies that's right (laughs) all right sorry we'll play it again
2: after the broad and the alien movies we're eradicating the animals as they flee the blue zone and the populace we're bringing the civilians here to goslins we'll detain them until we can figure this out and owen this time the et's belong to you that's right bucko you'll be blue boy leader (laughs) Finally, <laughs> it's bad dialogue it's like
6: he's got a mouthful of mrs butterworth syrup and he's trying to deliver <laughs> <Right>? those lines <laughs> what what is, it?
5: It? is it the eyebrows are they causing him to sound like this <laughs>
6: just a little
3: bit the male penguin oh. keeps the egg under his crotch <laughs> <throat. laughs> uh here he calls somebody something
2: really what about the shit weasels One's blasting
3: out the basement door. I like it. I like that. Yeah, uh, the
2: basement you, you, door. Perfect. I
5: I played bass for shit weasels. It was great. Oh, yeah. dude.
3: They were so good back. I'm so sad that they broke up. What about
6: the shit weasels? Yeah, what about the shit
3: weasels? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they played hey, in the
6: man. venue, though, they had to
2: leave out the back door.
6: Yep.
3: Uh, here comes Maples. This is a long one. Oh, why is this
2: so long? Does Matheson think that folks get over one of those puppies? The theory they're working on is the creatures will only grow in a small percentage of the exposed population. You like that theory, Bucko? Bucko. I think it's crap. So, if you thought someone had been exposed and you had them in your grasp, I wouldn't want them walking out of here to wander as they wish. Bucko, I think we're on the same page. Pissing in the same latrine.
6: <laughs>
2: I'm uncomfortable.
6: All right, play. What, what is uh what is Morgan Freeman's first line in that thing? Um, well, hold Let's on, hear Nichols. it again. All right, the really beginning of
2: this. Here we go, right yeah. here. Does Matheson think that folks get over one of those puppies? What?
5: What What is he saying
2: there?
6: So, okay.
5: One of puppies? <laughs> so they're referring to the general that's that's looming, that's going to come in, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah take over. Matheson,
3: yeah. yeah.
6: Matheson,
5: okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All and right, he that's he part has... of those syllables. All right. So does... What? That's does... some of the syllables... Does Matheson think that people are going to get over those puppies?
3: All right, let's try this it again.
2: Shit. Does Matheson think that folks get over one of those puppies? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> do folks get over one of those puppies. Gotcha. Uh,
3: I think they just were like, Mr. Freeman, we will not make you do lines I twice.
6: Subtitles.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone has to pee.
5: Talking shit about the only perfect person I ever knew. So goddamn good. I can't believe he's a human. <laughs> Man, we should be singing his praises Not questioning what
6: galaxies I gotta be <laughs> Alright I mean, I'm, I'm I just gonna say
3: this Oliphant. I like Oliphant a lot But I don't think that's a very good drunk voice I think that's kind no, of a bad one No, It's not, it's not somebody, but I,
1: I enjoyed it
6: Somebody said I can't remember who it was But somebody said the trick to acting To, to acting drunk Is to act like you're somebody trying not to sound drunk yeah. Like you're a drunk person trying To make your friends think that you're not drunk Yeah I'm trying to
3: think of a good... I I usually hate it, so it's hard for me to pick one, but I'm sure there's been a good drunk... Oh, you know who it is. There's that Canadian comedy thing, uh, Trailer Park Boys, and the guy that's in charge Mm -hmm. of the place, Mr. Leahy, is the best drunk ever. He's really Mm -hmm. good. I totally buy it when he's drunk.
5: I, I agree with you, however... There's also the aspect where you just actually get drunk and then do your lines. Like, no, that's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's I have, method, man. <laughs> I have taken video of myself method just man. reading out loud while drunk, and it's shocking how drunk it comes across. Like mm. really, oh, really, yeah, like it's really I'm just drunk.
1: The, I'm just the opposite. I I seem to be. I'm I'm a, such a control freak. I think even that when I get a little bit tipsy. Mm. Uh, I just, I, I hang on for everything. I just slow down
3: yeah. and talk like this. Yes, this. hello. I am Brian. Because
1: I'm, I'm drunk right now at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: all right, here's, I wrote Gollum did it better, and I don't remember why. So, oh, it's probably the split personality. Anyway, here it is.
4: What was that, Mr. Jones? What did we just pass on the road there?
3: Are you speaking to me?
4: Yes, I am, Mr. Jones. Or is it Jonesy?
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. No, no, it's the most enjoyable thing of the movie. Come no, on. no. Come on, say it. No, say it. Say it. No,
3: it's you bad. It. It's not the most enjoyable <laughs> thing in the movie. It's not even close. I don't even know what is. What is the most? <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably uh, Earl that. before he died.
6: The 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 great special effects of Jones getting hit by that car.
1: There you go. That was
3: pretty oh.
6: good. Oh my gosh, I actually,
1: you know, we were talking about doing the animated gifs. Uh, I do those in Premiere, and I I go frame by frame. And I was going to capture that. And when you go frame by frame, you realize just how early on in the game that was. They yeah, replace yeah. him with a dummy. Yeah, I, no, they replace him with a dummy. But the the body gets really weirdly morphed. Oh, and,
6: gotcha. And you okay. notice
1: that the size isn't right. You're like, he's not big enough. He's not as large. Yeah. as he should be to the work compared to the car. It's is weird. It's I got I,
5: I, I was stuck on such an inconsistency in that scene. So it was shot in downtown Vancouver where where are the where are they supposed to be uh somewhere new england i'm guessing yeah out in in a a smallish town with massive high-rise buildings Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know it was just weird
3: also the whatever college he was in it looked like it was the worst office they could give him just a dumpy (laughs) shitty
6: it's only it was
1: worse than his brain office that he had (laughs) (laughs)
6: right his brain his
1: brain his brain office was actually the warehouse if you go to the to where uh, the core of where he was hiding. That's that's the uh, that was the, that uh, was the warehouse the that we saw. Yeah, yeah that's, and, and
6: that's where he kids. keeps
1: his porn. Keeps his porn in there. Right.
6: That's right.
1: Um, echo speak is weird.
2: I want to know who warned you about me and who taught Pete that nifty trick. I'm sure the answers are out here. It'll just take me a while to find them. To find them. Think about letting me in. It's the polite thing to do. <laughs> polite thing to to do.
1: Polite to do. subliminal audio weirdness.
2: It's the polite thing to do. Polite
1: yeah, it's
4: stupid. All right.
1: I wrote tasty, tasty. All right, whatever.
4: Oh. Tasty, tasty.
1: Oh, because it's literally what he says. Okay. Great. Oh, is that what when he was telling the dog to eat the, the, oh, the corpse yes, so of the dead? Beer.
3: Yeah, which makes no sense, yeah. by the way. That would imply that the guy never took care of his dog and it hadn't eaten in weeks because they don't just eat raw the, the flesh of a furry, raw animal for no reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. that's
5: well and and it none of it makes sense because animals are repulsed by these aliens and all ran away yeah it doesn't animals all ran away
3: yeah yeah that's some horse shit there good point uh what's this
1: oh
2: the study shows squat that's what they show
1: i like that (laughs) have you seen my asian guy i keep in the van yeah he's pretty great locked in this room uh there's another one which one's
2: mother Teresa? all right and then finally they drive chevrolet's shop at walmart Never miss an episode of Friends. I 2000. These are Americans.
6: These are Americans, damn it! Yeah. They believe in Ross and Rachel and Chandler. <laughs> A giant <laughs> asshole and his, his squat <laughs> and low,
3: low prices.
1: I call on all Americans to hide. Even from the... Marcel the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Season one, baby.
3: Ah, uh, well, that's good stuff. Then there's this. The film sack checklist goes like this. All grown men from Derry, Maine are handsome. Check. Ah. Uh, had to be anus stuff. Check. <laughs> uh, it just had to be anal. And when in doubt, hump the fire. Check. Ah. Uh, Star Trek stuff. We do have a single connection, according to Daryl Skills, the Trek nerd. Vincent Neblia is an effects painter for DS9 First Contact. Or an effects painter here for DS9 First Contact and Nemesis. He was a sculptor who worked... Under Michael Westmore, sculpting heads that would be later used to make models and mods for the foam latex makeup appliances for people's heads, like alien heads and stuff. So there's that. Uh, Effects-wise, you know what? i got to at least say this. I think the movie's fine. It it didn't. There weren't too many moments where I was like, oh, man, that really doesn't hold up. Like, it was okay. The
1: worm even was okay. Hey, 2003, that weren't too bad. I mean, did you guys see Langoliers? Yeah, Langoliers is bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Woo. we may have to do
3: that for this show sometime. Get our Stephen King on one more time. Right. Uh, soundtrack grade: I give it an F for fine. It's fine.
1: It's fine. Howard
3: Howard, what's his name? Newton or whatever his name is. What is it, Brandy? You'll know this. You always know him. Know these guys. Tha- I, Tha- not Thandy Newton.
5: I, I didn't <laughs> catch it. Hold on. Yeah. P. Oh, Larry
3: P. Newton III, Scream- James, the third. James James Newton Howard. James Newton Howard. That's it. Mm. Uh he's fine usually and does good the stuff and this was fine. It it matched and it was fine. I just didn't walk away going, Oh man, that soundtrack really elevated things. It just was fine.
1: Yeah, they could happens. have they could have had some real blue bayou on there. I mean they could have done some real mm-hmm. orbison that would have elevated right. That would have been cool, yeah. yeah. Pretty they gonna, could have sang yeah. pretty woman except
3: there are no women in the movie, but yes.
5: <laughs> Why not? We're gonna we're gonna watch a movie with a much bigger and more important James Newton Howard score soon. Mm. Just so oh. you know.
3: Is it the? Uh, it's not the natural, is it? Nope. No, that's not him. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. Uh, t- uh Twitter posts. You guys sum it up in hundred and forty characters. Soon to be two hundred and eighty characters or less. Not yet, though. We're not on the beta. <laughs> uh, let's
5: begin with Randy. Dreamcatcher, give a formulaic novelist some opiate painkillers then pass his work over to a formulaic screenwriter and a formulaic director. Add in an ensemble cast of men only because there were no women to be found in Hollywood. Oh my God, this thing goes to 280, (laughs) Kara.
3: Kara. Nicely done. Nicely done. A commentary on both the film and the state of Twitter. Well done.
1: Uh, Also, Brian Dunaway, please. More commentary. Dreamcatcher. Like expressing something in 280 characters when 140 is sufficient. (laughs) Still room
6: for butt weasels. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are and you then, be the only person who didn't reference 280 characters in my Twitter post? Probably.
1: I uh, just put a hashtag in there. Yeah. There a go. lot of people
3: asked us how we were going to handle that, and I'm like, probably just say that there's 280 now. Yeah. It's not that hard.
6: Uh, Brian Ibbett. I'm I'm actually kind of bummed that I came up with same it different day uh, during <laughs> the show because I would have used oh. that as my Twitter post. <laughs> but uh, okay, here we go. Dreamcatcher. Apparently, someone got free copies of Morph and Kai's power tools with their Mac PowerPC G3. <laughs> nice. Oh
1: yes, he did, and he has instructions, and he keeps them on the little shelf. So, <laughs> 3 would have been, yeah, around the G3 time, wouldn't it?
6: Yeah. Oh, that's weird. That was yeah, an ugly. The, the power, the power computing, Power Tower 250.
3: Yeah. Power Tower. It was a beast. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, now we're here. Oh, wrong one. Sorry, this one. Alternate titles just handed to me. Anus worm catchers was almost the name of this. Uh, or Jason Lee has a very bad day. That was so close, but they, yeah, they ended up oh. going
6: with the Dream Dreamcatcher. Oh, one so. other thing I forgot to mention. Um, so this thing did get nominated for a couple awards, but the oh, the fun yeah. oddly right. Yeah. But the uh, the funniest one was in the Golden Schmoes, which again, it's a new award thing that I've never heard of until looking it up on IMDb. But the Golden Schmoes. This was the runner up. For the biggest disappointment of the year, oh uh, really? It was ahead a, uh, a of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and The Hulk, but oh, yeah. fell short of the winner of the biggest disappointment of the year, which were, was a combo: The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolution. Wow,
3: that's right. That movie only came out; those two last two came out two mo- or six months from each other, right? In the same right. year, right.
1: Say, yeah, hey, you don't man, see it very often. I would love to see League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with you guys. That I, would be.
3: I've never seen it. I was so oh, horrified yeah. you've never the time. seen it. I have oh, read the comics and I wanted to see it, but then the reviews were so tanky, and it was the end of Connery's career, and I just went, it's
1: "I'm not so gonna big, do this. but it's so crap, and it's so I want to see it again just to see if if there's anything there."
3: Yeah, somebody was who was it was just I was just listening to some podcast where they were interviewing some big shot at Marvel or somewhere. Because I know it's right. not a Marvel property; it's a DC thing. But I think, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but somebody was talking about how that they really wanted to get that back on track. It was
1: it was really a spectacular display of something. I just don't know what. Yeah.
3: Well, Alan Moore. It may just made a matter.
1: Moore. Grew his beard about eight inches that day when that came out.
4: <laughs>
3: uh here's your uh final uh deal here on their way out an email from uh, jeff from columbus ohio who wrote in and says hey sackers just listen to the electric cowboy episode and i wanted to add a movie that didn't come it's up when cowboy. you were looking at horse movies on google so brian i mainly pulled this for you Thanks. uh not not sure why my mind went directly to this but check out hot to trot in 1988 oh yeah Uh, He says, I think you'll enjoy just seeing who is in the movie and its plot. Love the show, Jeff. So hot to trot. Anyone familiar? I remember that.
1: Yeah, I I remember that. I remember the name. uh, That was Bobcat, right?
6: Uh, uh, Right, yes.
1: And he had a horse. Dabney Coleman. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing this many times on the Blockbuster shelf going, what the? Here's your your summary.
3: Uh, Fred P. Chaney receives an inheritance after the death of his mother of a speaking horse that also has good knowledge about the stock market. That's it. <laughs> That's it.
6: Yep. Does yep. that
3: not sound like the biggest piece of shit ever? Wow! I'll I want the shit. John Candy, to...
6: Virginia Madsen, and uh, yeah, Demi Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. yeah.
3: Anybody else we know in here? No, not really.
5: Here's a here's a life pro tip for you. Hmm. Search "hot to trot" on Google, no. not Bing.
3: Hmm. No.
6: Hot <laughs> to trot on Google and not Bing, you say? Not Bing. Don't or do or, the or Bing, at least make sure you say safe searches on oh james hong is in hot to try oh, what that's
1: great
3: okay I'm oh gonna... look
6: you can still pick up the vhs on ebay
3: i'm doing a bing cert oh geez what's going on with bing
5: wow i love it when scott verifies a joke like <laughs> i gotta get to the bottom of that joke well
3: i need to find out why bing
1: because they pluralize trots, is that what happens?
3: No, I don't know. I forgot. It gave me results that are that are iffy. And by iffy, <laughs> I mean probably not safe for work. I work at home. This isn't safe. All right. Anyway, uh, that's your email. Uh, send us your emails and let us know about the horse movies you hate the most and or love, and we'll make sure that Brian Dunaway is fully aware of those Thanks. each and every week. <laughs> Our next film is
5: The well, Village.
3: The Village by M. Night Clamadon. Yep. Sure. Um, a I've never You're seen, a seen it. Never saw it. You've never
5: it's seen The Village?
3: Nope. nope. Never saw it. Are you it.
1: kidding me? Nope.
3: Right. I've never. I, this was. Listen, this was post signs. And this is even before. This is before IMDb mattered or Not uh, in Tomatoes even mattered. But when I would hear all the groundswell of, oh my gosh, this is such a bad movie, I don't go to
1: those. And then if I don't see them on video by accident, then I just I, forget them. I so. hated The Village only because of the marketing. And you'll find out why next week. On film sack,
5: <laughs> as as we continue our spooky October, mm. it's going to be a really spooky experience.
1: Yeah,
5: you know, with the with the the pinhead, with the, the, the yeah, Freddy all the guys, and oh yeah. right, and the,
1: yeah, uh-huh. going to be Scaretober.
5: So wait, which gonna, which wait. pinhead are we doing?
3: Is it October Hellbound, Hellraiser Two? So the second Tune one. Tune in okay. all,
1: this, all this month on Sacktober.
3: All right, because <laughs> we've seen the first pinhead, we haven't seen the, uh, any subsequent ones here.
6: I thought mm-hmm. we saw the second one. No, nope. we see the first one. Is the first one oh, yeah. Just the first
3: one. Yeah. Does this one have the lady with the open neck in it? Or her Ooh, neck's no, that's open a Beetle. That's
1: Beetlejuice.
6: <laughs> I can't remember. What well, all the all the the the, uh, the side characters of Pinhead, right? Like all the weird. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. thought it did.
3: Yeah, there's a lady with like her neck all opened up. hmm And then there's a big fat guy with like a uh, some nasty things going on.
1: Yeah. Uh, so right. it's like is that like the seven deadly Sansons that we're got here? I don't right? know. I'm
3: just excited to get into another um what's his name who wrote that? Um Clive uh Clive Barker, Barker. yeah. I'm into mm-hmm. I'm into some Clive Barker. Not the host of Barker. uh uh The Price is Right, not that Clive Barker. No, his name was Yeah, no one. I don't think he's Clive Barker at all. <laughs> Make sure
6: to spay neuter and rip your pets apart with a chainsaw. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Cut them open
3: and eat their leonards. Um, all right. That's it. Uh, the Village next week, right here on Filmsack. Please come back and check it out then. In the meantime, you can check our website at filmsack.com. Uh, you can leave us voicemails or sorry e- emails and voicemails at filmsack at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. And like I always say, if you are able to do it, give us a review wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Google Play or iTunes or wherever you get it. Stitcher, leave us some reviews. It helps us in lots of ways. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy we'll mm-hmm. see we'll see you next time urk butt weasel urk <laughs> Ur- a butt weasel this show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like
1: this at frogpants.com